The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Here we are again. Another mass murder playing out in the usual way. I mean, there's got to be some way we can get through this stuff quicker. Uh, Maybe just, uh, you know, some sort of little codes that just sum up the entire story. Yeah. Because the details are uh, always the same. Yeah. Uh, Something happens, uh, false reports, uh, the media immediately uh, takes their sides, and uh, we roll on. And we repeat. Sadly, but true. Sad, but true. It is. It just happens the usual way here we are. I'll run down the details of yesterday's uh, sad story out of Maryland. There was an attack at a newsroom at a daily newspaper in Annapolis called the Capital Gazette. Five people confirmed dead. Two people suffered superficial injuries. It may have been from a shotgun blast or injuries from flying glass and other debris. The newspaper newsroom is located on the first floor of a multi-office building. The assailant was armed with a shotgun. Authorities also recovered what they thought may have been an explosive device. It turned out to be canisters filled with smoke grenades that the perp used when he entered the building. Wow. The perp was uh, engaged by the responding officers within about a minute. Okay. Think about that. Within about a minute. The officers were there and engaged him. There was no gunfire exchange between the two uh, groups, you know, him, the assailant and the officers, and he was taken into custody. About a minute. Imagine 45 seconds more. Yeah. A minute more. It's not uncommon for police to take two to three minutes to respond to something. That's not that's usually the response time. Response time. And that's nothing wrong with it. Police are not everywhere. It's just their response time. So. Double that time, triple that time. What would have happened? Who knows, but uh, it probably would not have been good. According to reports inside the building, when he was attacking, at some point he just stopped for a while. Yeah. Yes, he did. We don't know why, but that probably saved some lives as well. Police described it as a, quote, targeted attack. Mm. The acting chief said this person was prepared today to come in. This person was prepared to shoot people. His intent was to cause harm. He looked for his victims as he walked through the lower level. Now, they believe he had a history with the newspaper. So as he walked through, he was looking for particular people to shoot. Oh, okay. That's why this he paused for a while Uh, is important as well. Was he looking for certain people? Um, Was he, you know, not going to waste his time on the others well he'd already shot other people and it seemed to be you know fairly random would he know those five people yeah the five killed were all employees of the newspaper he was carrying uh, it wasn't carrying a wallet or any identification yep 
he had done and he's not been cooperating with authorities there were reports that he had gotten rid of his fingerprints yeah i saw those reports as well he, he it was very difficult for police to identify who he was yeah we don't know if that's true or not if is we had heard mutilated fingers stuff yeah. like this he'd gotten rid of them we don't know if that's true or not but we do know that they had to use facial recognition to identify oh, wow. him this is a powerful side story that will be overlooked but uh, according to ABC, authorities didn't have his information, didn't know who he was, didn't have an ID, was not cooperating, possibly couldn't have gotten fingerprints. Mm-hmm. They said the machine was broken, too, so I don't know which that is true, but they couldn't use fingerprints. So they used facial recognition. Hmm. We don't know how that was established or whatever, but if authorities can use facial recognition that quickly, yeah, within, I mean, that's pretty interesting. Anyway, Um he wasn't carrying the wall or identification. He is described as a white male in his late 30s. Okay. The police did not release his identity for a long time. Law enforcement sources, though, identified the alleged perp uh, to ABC News. And now many are reporting that it is uh, Jared Ramis of Laurel, Maryland. Yeah. Laurel, Moral. I never know. Laurel, 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 I think, Maryland. Anyways, um, Jared Ramis. Mm-hmm. We've seen his pictures. Chris Cruz, uh, would you care to describe the perp's picture? Uh, would you like to sum it up for everybody? Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. He's got the crazy eyes. He's also got the, uh, beard the bizarre crazy. beard, too. He's beard crazy. It's not. It's, it's like the one that doesn't grow right. It's patchy. And then and long, just straight down, straight. like some, no mustache, no nothing else, <laughs> just down from his chin all the way down. Just weird. What are you doing? You got you got a screw loose, dude. Um but yeah, he's got the crazy eyes as well. Now, a former editor of the Gazette, who had been editor for 30-whatever years, told ABC that the staff had dealt with threats in the past and have always been concerned about security. Mm. But they were mostly anonymous. More than four years ago, he said he had to call the police to alert them to threats from Jared Ramos, the oh. alleged assailant. So he has history with the newspaper. Yeah, police had uh, investigated the threats at the time. They even visited his home, but did not have enough to charge him. Hmm. Ramos apparently was the subject of a story that the newspaper ran and uh, was not happy with the allegations. Okay. The story alleged that he stalked his ex-girlfriend and was in a long legal fight with the paper about it. Um, stalked and possibly um, abused her, mm-hmm. uh, assaulted her. He uh, taunted the newspaper and threatened the newspaper and its employees, even over social media. Oh, wow. And these were the things that police uh, were. Uh, and I guess the the threats were pretty graphic. Mm. It wasn't like, I'm going to just hurt you. It was specific and graphic. After the shooting, about 170 people were safely evacuated from the building um, around the country. Uh, other media outlets went into um, extra security modes. Yeah. The New York uh, Police Department posted extra security at major media outlets all over New York City. They said not based on specific information, but rather out of an abundance of caution because of this. Yeah, I saw the New York uh, Times had a couple of police officers right in front of their doors. Right. I was like, wow. Well... You, they didn't know at the, at that time yeah. what what their likely motives was. Yeah, usually when an in an attack like this happens, usually high value targets start getting protected real quick. I mean, I wouldn't think that someone would start with a small daily newspaper no. in Annapolis. Yeah. However, you know, it, this is one of those when when law enforcement police react 
quite often you look at it and go, well, that was overkill mm-hmm. or that was not needed. That was too much. But again, better to be safe than sorry. So it's always a, a balance in that. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, blame them for doing that as it turned out, you know, at the time, is it a terrorist attack on media outlets? Is it uh, a homegrown terrorist attack? Is it uh, just nutty people who want to take mm-hmm. down the media, whatever? Mm-hmm. So, of course, you got to be, you know, safe. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now, the media, of course, has been speculating all night long. We have um, run this thing in its usual course. Of course, the left wing people immediately began with the guns. Even though this was a shotgun and not uh, an AR-15, it was not a Bushmaster, mm. there was no bump stock used, it was not mm. a, a semi-automatic that they would conflate with an automatic and not know the difference. It was none of those things. It, uh, it was a shotgun, which is pretty available around oh, the country yeah. to most people. It is a more common type long gun. I mean, lots of people have shotguns. But that didn't stop them, stop them from conflating it and using it instantly. Of course, the right instantly started saying, is it a terrorist attack? Muslim. And and, Muslim. Or now the, the latest is the only kind of curveball we have in this is the right wingers out there say uh, it's anti-Trump. Is it anti-Trump? Uh, it was the media. It's the media. It's somebody that's anti-Trump. Interesting. Right. Somebody that's what up, but when it was attack on the media, then the left started saying, ah, oh. the right wingers going after because they think the they, media is biased yeah. and liberal. Fake news, fake news. Right, and then blame Trump. So yeah. that's kind of a new, uh, new that wrinkle new in twist. this thing. Yeah, that is a new twist. The from what I've seen, and I have not studied uh, every media response, but what I've seen so far, the biggest disgrace. As far as people reacting to this story, the biggest disgrace, and it's not even close, and it is one of the biggest disgraces of any of these massacres, these mass murders that are perpetrated or have been perpetrated over the past couple of decades. Maybe the biggest disgrace of all was the reaction yesterday as it was unfolding from... Who do, you, who do you think I'm going to say? Who do you think the um, biggest disgrace was from? Just think about that for a moment. Alex Jones. As soon as it came out, as okay. soon as it was like, we're getting reports that, you know, anything else. Okay. We're getting reports that there's been a, a shooting, possibly some murder or a murder at a newspaper okay. in Annapolis. That was okay. it. As it was coming out, mm-hmm. somebody in the media offered something that I say is likely the biggest disgrace of any of these. Either a Alex Jones type person good guess, good guess. or Alex Jones. Uh, no, not. Uh, taking a, okay. If you ask me this question, yeah. I would have said uh, maybe the Alyssa Milano celebrities, but no, oh, this, that, person, oh, that goes is, there this too? person is more in the media. Okay, uh, so then I would have said somebody at, at probably CNN at this point. Jake Tapp, no, not Jake Not even Jake, not Acosta. Jim Acosta probably yeah, would have been yeah. something like that. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and play the clip. I'll go be able to recognize it. By yeah. the way, we're getting some breaking news that there was a shooting Sean Hannity. at the it's called Capital Gazette newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. The Baltimore Sun is now reporting. Uh, we have multiple deaths also being reported, and the sheriff is saying the multiple fatalities in a newsroom shooting. Oh, good grief. So scary. The suspect, though, has been apprehended, according to the sheriff. And um, we'll continue to follow that story. Uh, 
It's so sad that there are so many sick, demented, and evil people in this world. It really is sad. You know, imagine you go to work and this is what you're dealing with today. Some crazy person comes in. And I, I'm not turning this into a gun debate. I know that's where the media will be in 30 seconds from now. Okay, hold up. Pause one second. Okay. Gave a little bit of facts. This is still unfolding. He's on the air. He's on it's the air when this is right coming now. down. Yep. Gave some of the facts we know yep. or believed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Said it's sad. Tragic mm-hmm. it's sad. You're right. Um, I'm not going to turn this into a gun debate. Okay. Okay, good. Good. Because... We don't we don't know any of the details. We don't know. Nope. He knew enough not to turn this into a gun debate. Yes. You don't know any of the details. Just say what you is know is believed. Um, that's part of the responsibility as a broadcaster. Yep. Just make sure you say this is what we believe, not what has been confirmed, so on and so forth. So so far, not bad, John. But he's not going to turn into a political gun debate. You know, as I've always said. I mean, honestly. I've been saying now for days that something horrible is going to happen because of the rhetoric. Really, Maxine, you want people to create, call your friends, get in their faces, and, and Obama said that too, get in their faces, call them out, call your friends, you know, get protesters, follow them into restaurants and shopping malls and wherever else she said. He blamed it on Maxine Waters and President Obama. Wow. He didn't know how many assailants there were. He didn't know how many people had died. He certainly didn't know the motivations. Those only became apparent late last night. And even those are not 100% confirmed, but it's likely. He didn't, he didn't know the type of gun. He didn't know if it was a man or a woman. He knew nothing about the case. It was still alleged that there were a couple of fatalities. Hmm. Even was cognizant enough to say, I'm not going to turn this into a gun debate because, you know, that's political yeah. and it's just something that we do. Great. But then instantly after that, you turn it into a political debate and blame this shooting on Maxine Waters and anti-Trumpers. President Obama and anti-Trumpers. This is, this is disgraceful. This is outrageous. This is absolutely unacceptable. This is who Sean Hannity is and who he's become. He's a joke. But even further than that, it's it's reprehensible. You cannot say enough bad about what Sean Hannity just did. You're pissed because Maxine Waters has ginned this up wrongly. We called her out for that. Absolutely inappropriate what she has said and done. And you make it worse by blaming a shooting on her? Yes, it is possible that what Maxine Waters has said could lead some people. It could gin them up that they would do something reprehensible. That's always the possibility. What about you, Sean? What about you blaming Maxine for this? You don't think there's anybody on the left that would hear this and be triggered by that? You just did what Maxine Waters did. In some ways, maybe worse. You blamed five murders on her that are not connected at all. And for what? So you can put another million dollars in your pocket? 
because you are the ideological extremist? That you are so blinded by party that you can't simply be human? Reprehensible. I'm sorry. It is absolutely wrong if Sean Hannity is on the air today. I don't call for people being fired or boycotted or any of that nonsense. But for the people that support him, the people who employ him, if you're going to have any consistency when you call out other people on this stuff, he works for Fox News and Fox News defended Laura Ingram when that hog kid attacked her. Okay. Uh, What about this? They have challenged other people. His employers and supporters have challenged other people when they've said things. Sean Hannity just blamed Maxine Waters with no information. Is that a journalist? Well, I'm a talk show host. Is that a trusted talk show host? Am I wrong about this? No. No, no, you're absolutely not wrong about this. I need you to pick that up again. Let's hear this audio again. Audio again. Right after he mentions, well, I'm not going to turn this into a uh, uh, thing, a referendum on guns. You know, or a I've always on said, guns. I mean, honestly, I've been saying now for days that something horrible is going to happen because of the rhetoric. Really, Maxine? You Hold want it. People- pause right there. He's been saying for days that something horrible is going to be happening because of the rhetoric. You're not responsible for some of the rhetoric? There's no accountability in this? How blind are you? Is Sean Hannity that irretrievably stupid that he doesn't get that? Or is he just playing a character to continue to line his own effing pockets? Which is it? Either one is absolutely unacceptable for me. For about eight years now, I have been off of Sean Hannity because I knew what he was. His radio show is atrocious and boring. And it has been. It's the same thing. The Stop Obama Express, the Stop Obama Express, you cannot listen to Sean Hannity for three months, come back, and it's going to be about the same show. A couple of name changes and a couple of differences, uh, numbers or statistics. You don't listen for about a year, great, you'll get about 20% new stuff. That's it. And I said, that's fine if people want that level of, of crap where you just want somebody preaching to the choir, just saying those talking points from the right. And that was bad enough. When he blindly supported Trump, blindly excusing away any bad from Trump, I was absolutely off of Sean and said he is not somebody that is like-minded. And now to blame Maxine Waters with no information. Here's a little more. I've been saying now for days that something horrible is going to happen because of the rhetoric. Really, Maxine, you want people to create, call your friends, get in their faces, and and Obama said that too, get in their faces, call them out, call your friends, you know, get protesters, follow them into restaurants and shopping malls and wherever else she said. Where, where Where is the, hey, We don't know anything about this. We don't know if it's about that. But the thought crossed my mind with all of the rhetoric back and forth, people like Maxine saying things, the thought instantly crossed my mind. Hey, is this because of that? Now, we don't know anything about it. That would have been troubling enough while the information was rolling out. You could say we're divided, and I wonder if it's related to that. Yep. 
But to go, I've been saying for days, like somebody whispered in his ear, Sean, we just found out it's because of something Maxine said. Remember when she said that? I've been saying for weeks now. I've been saying it. Something terrible's coming. And here we are. It's here. That's what he was saying. And here we are. It's here now. Sean, you are a disgrace. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio. Hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Has Sean Hannity been taking Ambien? Oh. Is that you think that's it? Oh, I think is that so. What, is, is it that could what it was? be. It could be. You know, he 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 likes the Roseanne. <laughs> is that what it is? So, Jeez. He likes the Roseanne. All right, tweets with the hashtag what I learned today if you want to join the program. Um just leave me alone with a couple of tweets. Uh, number one, apparently the hashtag Maryland shooting. Suspect took Joe Biden's advice and bought a shotgun. Yeah, why didn't he just blame Joe Biden, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you could have done that. You could blame any of this stuff on it until you actually of know. Of course. Of course. You got. Just uh, leave me alone. Also, uh, shooter, um, excuse me, um, shorter at Sean Hannity. I'm not going to make this a political debate, but I'll blame the shooting on a couple of high profile Democrats. <laughs> Jay tweeting out what I learned today. Uh, turn on the blaze. And her, Sean Hannity, almost pissed my pants and crammed myself back to sleep. <laughs> Justice bro, uh, spunkin' bro nuts. I gave up listening to Hannity over a year ago saying blah, blah, blah every day. So many words. Yeah, that's how I am with it. And listen, some people like him. You're getting it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, that was obviously more about content and me not appreciating the content. Mm-hmm. But this is now just wrong. Um, somebody tweeted out something about why can't we just report the news? Um and in other words, why are we speculating on this stuff? And you're right. Number one, when you're in this situation and you're trying to get information out and there's a lot of stuff being thrown out there, uh, you're trying to disseminate which is fact, which is not. And when things are reported many, many times and you haven't confirmed it, mm. um, it's not wrong to share some of that information if it is the public sentiment or belief right now, Okay. even if it's not accurate. In other words, if everybody uh, on social media is going, here's what's going on, and that bit of information is wrong, it's still news that other people are saying that. Okay, got it. I know got that's it. nuanced, news-wanced. Um, it just has to be tempered. Number one, limited amounts of that. Number two, to um, uh, limited also to the big significant stuff. And three, it has to overwhelmingly be separated from the stuff that you know are facts. Fact, something is going on at that newspaper. Yeah. You know, police have confirmed there has been a shooting. Fine. There are deaths, they've said. How many? We do not know. People have reported multiple. We do not know. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I even get down the road debating, uh, you know, some of the other parts of it and what makes people go crazy. I get it. This wasn't just about that. Sean Hannity so wants it to be about Maxine Waters. 
Yeah. Like, you don't have enough stuff for reasons to hate Maxine Waters. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. you don't need to make it up. Uh, Libertarian saying, guys, I'm no Hannity fan, but is it just me or does that clip sound edited and awkwardly? Uh, edited? Awkwardly edited? No, um, just I didn't edited get that. and awkwardly. I didn't get that either. Yeah, that's maybe just being how he sounds. He's, re <laughs> he's recorded huge parts of his show out of... Um, not in chronological order and, mm. and hours before for years, some parts of it. It's, it's pretty pretty produced up. Um, I don't know if uh, if that has been, mm -hmm. not to my knowledge. It would still uh, be difficult to take that out of context. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could if he said, <gasps> okay, imagine if I said dot, 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 and I was saying that because I'm being political, but come on, man. Based on everything else Sean Hannity has said, and how crazy he's been with this stuff. So in the tank for Republicans and Trump with no rhyme or reason, no passion, no humanity. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Zach Bonesteel, hashtag what I learned today. Most annoying thing on Sean's show. You're a great American. No, you're a great American. No, you're a great American. No, you are a great American. No, you are. <laughs> Do you know that that wasn't even Sean's? Who he didn't that? even start that. Who was it? He stole it, which I would be more critical of if I didn't steal a lot of things. <laughs> um, he stole it from uh, Bill Cunningham, 700 WLW in Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, I used to work there. Oh, Bill Cunningham, Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati Bill used is? to say that, and then Sean actually was like, hey, I'm going to steal that, whatever. What's that? Cincinnati, where's that at? That's in Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it just has become um, like a parody <laughs> of Americans. You know what I mean? When you first say something like that, and it could have some power, but then at some point it just becomes like a kitschy parody of yourself or something like that. All right. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, who I am not a I'm big sorry. fan of. Yapalopoulos. That's right. Milo Yapalopoulos. Yapalopoulos. Um, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, the guy does what he does. Okay, fine. I get some of what he does, and he's, he's, he's entertaining at times, and I get he's a character. I get all that. He's all a right. bump thrower. I'm not. Yeah, he's a bump thrower. I'm not losing sleep over no, you know no. whatever. It's just like okay, I know who Milo is, and I move on. Got it. Milo has been called out for all of this stuff. Oh, he has. Yeah, they were called saying because he had um, commented. Oh, yeah, I, I can't this. wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning journalists down on site. Whoa. And people went crazy on him because of this thing yesterday. Yeah. The problem is he said this like two, three days before the shooting in Maryland, oh, okay. before the mass murder in Maryland. Um, but does it, it doesn't matter. They're like, ah, like Maxine Waters. People go back a couple of days and here mm -hmm. you are. And they're trying to pin that on him. But there's a little more to it. So I am not as critical of him as I am. Maxine Waters or certainly Sean Hannity in this, well, this whole an American thing. citizen. He's just... Somebody from across the pond that is here. Yeah. <laughs> he said uh, um, he said that to a couple. I think he texted it to a couple of reporters. Yeah, he texted it to a couple of reporters. From yeah. The Observer and The Daily Beast. Yes. 
And I guess this is a standard response of his when they're just looking to uh, make him look bad or you think you're you're at war with the media type oh, of thing. Oh, okay. So it's, okay. he says standard stuff like this, text them mm-hmm. when they ask for comments on stuff. And again, this had nothing to do with the shooting. They, were, no. they wanted something, a comment about something about a, a restaurant or something he said or did in New York. Yeah, yeah, a restaurant that he kept frequently in New York. Right, that yeah. he kept going to. Mm-hmm. They wanted to comment. So he said... Texted back to them, I can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning journalists down on site. Okay, wow, over the top. Very. But uh, time and place. Did he say it while someone's being gunned down? No. Could it be satirical? Okay, I guess. Odd. He's a bomb thrower. So whatever, move on. But because of this, people are like, Milo a couple of days ago said gun journalists down on site. And now we have somebody gunning journalists down on site. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to be a troubling tie-in. Yep. Now... <clears throat> As they tried to make this about him, he uh, clarified a little bit, and it did help it. Okay. He posted on Facebook that his comment was meant to troll journalists. He said, I regret nothing I said, though the course, like any normal person, I am saddened to hear of needless death. I'm amazed that they were pretending to take my joke as a threat. I reported these stories on Instagram to mock them and to make it clear that I wasn't being serious. If there turns out to be any dimension to this crime related to my private misreported remarks, the responsibility for that lies squarely and wholly on the beast and the observer for drumming up fake hysteria about a private joke and with the verified liberals who presented, excuse me, who pretend that they thought I was serious. Okay. He said, I made a private offhand troll to two hostile reporters who breathlessly publicized it like vermin uh, and they publicized it. And like vermin, their fellow journalists swarmed to remind the world how much they hate Milo. Mm. So this was a private thing, mm-hmm. but they publicized yeah. it because they wanted him to make, make him look make bad. Him look bad yeah. He said if the left was truly horrified by violence against journalists, they would have shown it in the aftermath of Charlie Hebdo. Mm. As you all know, they did not. He's he got some points. He's got some points there. Even if points. it's only you know just plausible deniability in this, it's still very real. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, I get it. Wow, uh, frustrating, frustrating. Yeah. A couple very. of people are like, it only took Sean Hannity to bring out hashtag Angry Doc. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I know. I was so uh, proud of some that. Some people probably knew. Some yes. people probably yes. knew. Yes. I just, I just got so tired of. He, Sean became a character, yeah. uh, or a caricature of people on the right. It's not real. I mean, Rush Limbaugh does an amazing job. Rush is still out there doing what he does. He's entertaining. He, uh, he comes up with interesting angles to stuff. One of the things about Rush, Rush always has something where you go, I hadn't thought of that part. Mm. I hadn't imagined what about that way. Quite often, he'll take a stance, which is a 180 from what you expect or what you were thinking, and you're like, oh my gosh, Rush, there's no way that... Okay, that makes a lot of sense, right? <laughs> Don't you hate that? He's, he's amazing at that. Yes, yes, and he is. funny and whatever. So I get it. There are people out there. Uh, Glenn, over the years, has been incredible at being funny or at coming up with um, uh, some historical angle or reference or teaching. I think those are his strong suits. He's been amazing at those things. Sean, that's just a failure. That's just talking point caricature on this stuff. Yep. 
If you have not done so already, please go to usewaxrx.com and buy the WaxRx system. This is going to be something that you'll have at home that will help you and your family moving forward to clean out the earwax in your ears, to be healthier and happier without going to the doctor's office. Now, you may be waiting right this moment saying, Doc, I got the earwax buildup. Order it now. It'll be delivered very quickly. If you use the promo code radio, it'll be shipped out to your door absolutely free. But you don't know when you're going to have that issue like a month down the road. Because how are you cleaning it? People are shoving stuff in that you're not supposed to. And if don't you do really that. Need, yeah, if you really need something cleaned out of there significantly, like there's people that actually have earwax buildup that they have to have a professional go clean out. Yep. Well, you can do that at home, cheaper and easier with the usewaxrx.com. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Three-step system, eardrops, specially designed pump to flush the stuff out, and then the pH balance rinse, and your ears will be left soft and supple and moist, and you will be so happy. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Larky Farkin tweeting out what I learned today. Sean Hannity is, is the missing link between conservative reporter and Alex Jones. Is that it? He's yes, that step? He's, he's oh, my gosh. Link. Wait a minute. Oh, my gosh, he is. He's Lucy. <laughs> you know Lucy the Missing Link? That's what they always called the miss- Lucy, they. oh, my gosh, you're right. The pickle squirrel tweeting he's, out. He's the gateway uh, Alex Jones. Oh, wow. The he's gateway. the gateway Alex Jones. Yeah. Uh, the See, pickles- we're, we're like, we're the gateway conservatives. Yes, yes. <clears throat> right? Yeah. You don't know, and you're like, oh, my gosh, those guys are talking about Brex, uh, breasts and telling a couple of off-color jokes, and mm. it's funny and what. What's that about the 17th Amendment? <laughs> that sounds interesting. I'll stick around and more. listen more. Tell me more. The Pickle Squirrel is saying, if we make this tragedy about Auntie Maxine, doesn't that mean we see more of Auntie Maxine? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You're right. We need to get that old lady off the screen. Seriously. Ain't Actually, nobody wants that. she is kind of a little off the screen because it's being reported that she has canceled her appearances and blames Trump. Oh, okay. No, she shouldn't blame Trump. She should blame Sean Hannity. <laughs> wow, that's such a fail. Now, what's she doing? She's ginning it up more, and she's yep. wrong there. Yep. Now, I haven't watched a lot of the movies, but is she just a character from um, from one of the Medea movies? Oh, my gosh, shut up. What's his name? Shut up. Tyler Perry? <clears throat> Tyler Perry. She's just a shut character up. from she, a Tyler oh Perry my gosh, movie, she isn't is. she? I'm going to show you a picture. Because I don't know her name. You just have to go in the commercial. Right? I guess you're a picture. Is she and one? I, I think I got the perfect Medea character. Is she the candy lady? Is she like the candy lady in neighborhoods? You know the candy lady? No, I do not know the candy lady. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of um, uh, the brothers and sisters will tell you that in their neighborhoods, oh, there was always that, a candy yes, lady yes, that you'd go. Yes. There wasn't a candy store. She was just yes. the crazy lady that, that sold candy to yes, the kids and always is, had a big bag oh of candy. Oh, my gosh. That is it. Yeah. Or, you know, a.k.a. James Brown. James Brown? Oh, yeah. Who was it that said she's James Brown in a wig? Uh, it was... Oh, I can't remember. It was a media guy. Was it? uh, Oh, uh, uh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly. I think it was. (laughs) It was O'Reilly. And then it was like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I should have not said this. Oh, no. Listen, he's a little bit right on this thing. Her her more uh, current wigs. Wigs. She's pretty James Brown-esque in this thing. She goes to the James Brown library. Okay, I'll pick that one If, by the way, in in the future, I offer some sort of apology on that. Um, I'm not really sorry. I'm just being forced to say it. Just so you know. Just so you know. I, really? either I have to keep a job, food on the table, whatever. So I'm sorry I said that she looks like James Brown in a wig and agreed with Bill O'Reilly from years ago. It's something I shouldn't have said. I'm sorry. I really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so horrible. <laughs> so horrible. She's from a Medea movie. That's what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Medea goes to Congress. Do we have that? <laughs> Medea runs for office. Medea elected servant. Is that what it is? Yeah. Medea yeah. goes to D.C. There's got to be. Medea, they haven't done oh, that yet. No, they, none of those. Medea on Capitol Hill. No. Right no. now, Tyler Perry's going, slow down, Doc. Slow down. I'm taking <laughs> all these titles the, down. Hold on. I got seven I, moon, new, moon, new, new movies coming out this fall. I, I can't write that. Part. I'm going to shoot them all at once. It's going to be a series of movies. Uh, Justice, God bless that guy. Yeah. Oh. I don't he, get the movies, not my genre. Really? Uh, you don't get them? I don't. I've watched a couple okay. of clips and it's just not my thing. The movies are not his best suit. I'll give him but, that. But from what people have told me, they have a good message. Yes. And Tyler seems like a good guy. Yes. And by the way, he's crushing it. He found his niche good for you. His plays are, I've visited, I've done, I think, three live plays where I've actually paid gobs of money to see him. Medea does Broadway? No, he's starting in theater. So there's just theater movies. And then now he's he's on the big screen. But those theater ones that he did, great. I'm talking about full production. And every time I went to one, he ended it with a concert. I'm talking about a band, live band. Wow. And he will sing and his cast wow. will sing. Does Medea sing? Oh, Medea doesn't sing. Oh. She doesn't like to be does, forced does to sing. Does Auntie Maxine sing? Auntie Maxine, okay. she loves to sing. She loves that gospel music. As soon as she hears that, that organ play. She gets in. Oh, she goes. Did I ever tell you about going to uh, see Reverend Wright speak? No. I think I told this years ago, um, but I haven't uh, told it multiple times, like maybe some other things. Yeah, like your mom working in a factory. The, um, the whole hype over Obama being in his church, Reverend Wright, Reverend Wright, you know, all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Jeremiah Wright and his church in Chicago. Well, while that was all going on, I was working in Richmond, uh, WRVA at the time, and he was coming to um, nearby, a couple hours away in Virginia Beach area. Okay. okay? He was uh, going to be at a church as part of a sermon like that upcoming Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And it was so hot that he was so hot in the news at that point. Um, the story is being covered so much that the media went, he's going to be in nearby, nearby this Sunday or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to go see it. Oh, really? And... I really didn't want to make the drive. It was two hours away Ooh. and then sit with Reverend Wright and two hours back, but I'm really glad I did. Okay. I go there and um, I was one of, I mean, it was big place, big church. I was one of like three white people in the entire thing. <laughs> and that's fine. As I walked in, um, awesome. they had kind of basic security, a bunch of guys standing out there okay. and there was some scrutiny to kind of give me the look or whatever, but most people were very friendly mm -hmm. and I sat near the back and it was, there was... Uh, almost standing room only. I mean, I got like one seat squeezed in the middle and back in, you know, and uh, a lot of people are like, hmm, what's this guy doing here? What's going on? What's going on? Um, Reverend Wright takes the stage and at one point early on mentions the media and says, any media people here? Why don't you go ahead and stand up? Oh, hello. Now that's a little, a little tricky at that yes. point because you're being called out and you don't know, are you yes. being targeted here for something? Right. But I was like, you know me, stand up, yo, Come you on right me, over bro. here, right over Come here, on me, bro. right over here. Yeah, shocking. And there was like, I think one or only two other people from like local newspapers. Okay. It was really low key. <clears throat> and he was like, hey, well, welcome. Yeah, whatever. Now, okay, you're saying welcome, but you you pointed us out so we wouldn't really be welcome. Mm -hmm. But regardless, everybody mm -hmm. else there was welcoming. And then I saw him perform, and I realized why he was successful. Okay. 
Reverend Wright, Jeremiah Wright, as a performer. I'm not saying he's a Christian. I'm not saying he's right. In fact, his ideas are wildly wrong. But as a performer, damn, this guy knows how to do it, and he knows his audience. So it's not just a sermon. It's a show. Mm. And it's a show where he plays to every demographic, and he weaves the sermon in and out of songs and cultural references, and he is on. He is living in the limelight. So he'll start the sermon and he'll make a point about something going on in the world. And then he'll say in Isaiah, you know, 12, 13, blah, blah, blah. And it weaves in. And then all of a sudden, like I said, he'll, he'll bust out the Bible quote without saying what part of it's from, then pepper that in. And then before you know it, all of a sudden he's in the middle of a song about that. (laughs) And then as the song's wrapping up, the music's still, he'll go, he'll go, to like an older lady more in his demographic in the front row and he'll be like you know what i'm talking about right (laughs) you know he'll use some cultural reference to like when she was younger or whatever Mm. she gets all giddy i watched this it was amazing wow i bet and i was like okay i get why this guy's good and why people Mm -hmm. follow him because he is that much of a showman Mm -hmm. now a dirtbag and terribly wrong in what he believes but (laughs) a showman a showman interesting Mm -hmm. yeah All right, uh, let's move on a little bit. Got to take a a quick break, and then I got to come back and uh, touch on the latest when it comes to the Kennedy retiring from the Supreme Court. Here we go. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more to get to on that. All kinds of good stuff. Brickhouse Nutrition is waiting for you at BrickhouseDoc.com to pick up the Field of Greens. Love the Field of Greens. What an amazing product. Very simple. It's got to be about the plants, folks. It's got to be about the plants. Those greens. I just saw another study about protein, and Americans are eating far too much protein. Uh, yeah, I believe it. it we're, I don't mean like 10% too much. Like on average, we're at 20 million times too much. We're looking at Fogo de Chao. Or about three times as much. What do Fogo de Chao mainly do? They just it's bring meat. you meat. Now, there's nothing wrong with no, that to say, no, no, I'm going to no. splurge. I mean, even you take your faith back. Bill was like, they they uh, killed a fatted calf or something, right? And everybody had a feast. And they probably gorged on the meat. They didn't do that very often. No. So once in a while, that's cool. And to eat meat and like meat, absolutely. Listen, I love meat. It's oh. going to be, it would be difficult for me to ever give meat love up. Love meat? Love it. Love okay. the meat. Absolutely. But we eat far too much protein in general. Yeah. So if you're saying low calorie or excuse me, low carb, which I try to stay a little low carb Mm -hmm. because I love the carbs and they just put on the weight. Most people replace that with protein. Meat. You go, I can't have the carbs, so I'm going to have an extra extra Mm -hmm. hunk of meat there, right? No. What you're supposed to replace that with, whether it's the whole 30 diet or some of these other diets, just healthy diet Mm -hmm. is more vegetables. That's it. Not even yeah. more fruit, more no vegetables. Veggies. Whatever vegetables you're eating, you probably are uh, could use like three times the amount. But I don't have time to make veggies. You don't have the time. A lot of people don't like Difficult. the vegetables. Field of Greens is there for you. It's that simple. Simple. Easy. You could keep it a canister at your office, keep a couple at home, whatever. Which is what you do. I, absolutely. And you just take a scoop out. You mix it with, people say eight ounces of water. You can mix it with a little less yeah. or a little bit more yeah. if you it's, want a little thicker or whatever. But, the, but that's what they recommend. They recommend the eight ounces of liquid. And it's actual vegetables. Yeah. It's you not make, an elixir or just the vitamins extracted from it or something. You make a smoothie, go right ahead, put that scoop in. That's where it works really yes. well. That's how Pat likes it. Pat oh, likes yeah. it in his smoothie. So if you're making a smoothie, uh, make it with whatever you want. You can make a banana and strawberry smoothie. You can pepper that stuff in. Do you know there's a lot of uh, smoothies that you get that are really good that have 
have greens mixed in. Oh, really? Have you ever had, yeah, like spinach smoothies? I know okay, that's yes, weird yes. or whatever. Kale? Kale is kale awesome one. in them. Yes. And um, that's a way for you to hide some of the leafy yeah. greens in something that's a little sweeter. Yeah. So you do like a uh, kale and banana. Mm-hmm. Those are really good if done right. This is another way to do that. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com and get your Field of Greens. You'll be happy. It's going to help you change your lifestyle. Field of Greens at BrickHouseDoc.com. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Let me go ahead and remind everybody that um, only about 35 minutes or so from right now. What's happening? Your Friday leftovers. Oh. <laughs> which is me. always a nice departure from the minutia of crap going on in the media. It's just an opportunity for us to get to those great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week. Those great stories of... People sticking things places they shouldn't. People attempting crimes that they should not. The irretrievably stupid. All kind of rolled into one half hour of a Friday leftover goodness. <laughs> Tweets now with the hashtag what I learned today. Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Wax Irish needs to make an extra strength formula and call it Maxine RX. <laughs> To help get all the Maxine Waters audio out of you. Just get it all out. Is it all stuck in there? (laughs) Because it's stuck in Chris's ear, right? What goes through your ear? Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. It's all in there. It's all in there. Just right. Wow. You know, they need it to be, they need to be like the flashy thing. Oh, from Men in Black. Men in Black. Mm -hmm. It's the Wax RX flashy thing for your ear. What is that thing that, lobotomy? L- lobotomy. Yeah, just, just you do that. Out, or, yeah. uh, as we learned in Arrested Development, the forget-me-nows. <laughs> Every magician has them in their kit. The forget-me-nows. <laughs> Hellbutt uh, tweeting out, uh, what I learned, dog loves the meat eight hours at a time. The meat eight hours at a time? It's I got to tell you, you, I cannot get enough meat. Uh, I love the meat round the clock. I went to fuck with a child two days ago. I was going to invite you, but... I, I, Figure you'll be easy with. Uh, excuse know. me? Wait, what? I went to fuck with the child two days Did ago. Did you take Milo? I took Milo. I took the girl. I took the girl's mom. And because fuck with the child kind of approached me and said, hey, would you like to come eat on us? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I was okay. I was a little hurt, but okay that you went without me because it was a family and you're taking the girl's mom and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, but if it's, hey, would you like to eat on us and you didn't hook a brother up? Uh, okay, wow. They asked me. They didn't ask you. They didn't say, hey, can Doc come? Uh, like, what hey, happened Chris. to, hey, can Doc come along? I figure you will be busy with Brad. Oh. You and Brad are being hanging out, so I figure I did not want to take that away from you guys. We are just friends. Are you? Maybe not. Are you just... So I took my to for the first time, and he's like, what is going on? Did you just bring me the meat? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love Milo and that stuff. Can I get steak? I'm like, you can get whatever you want. I want steak. That kid, I've never seen this kid eat so much steak. He goes, I'm full. Ooh, is that steak with bacon? Yeah. I'll take one. <laughs> well, he got full with a child and he got <laughs> he it. He got full with a child. He got it. Uh, whole tweeting. What did we, by the way, what did we decide? Is it the uh, uh, filet wrapped bacon? 
Oh, bacon wrap filet. Yeah. Yes, bacon wrap filet and the Parmesan pork. Parmesan pork. I'm not sure if I had that yeah. one. Did I have that one? It's funny because I, we've been there for a long time, and of course, we were there as a mm. guest of them. Here comes the manager. Like, Is there anything you would like that we had number? <laughs> pork, Parmesan pork. We'll get on. Oh, the other was the uh, top and bottom sirloin. Oh, the sirloins, yes. Which yes. Uh, sirloin is very flavorful. Yes, it's a little tougher, so it's a little cheap, uh, a little more uh, mm-hmm. inexpensive. Yes, usually it's a little less inexpensive, a little less expensive, but um, but it's got great flavor, mm-hmm. and they do it. Their sirloin oh, is them. legit. They're wow, awesome. awesome. Uh, whole tweeting out what I learned today. Veggies are a four-letter word. They are. I know. That's why you just got to get the field of greens. Yeah. Just, and hey, just, we appreciate the opportunity to give him an extra plug. Thanks for the tweet. <laughs> All right. Uh, at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. Get him in now. We'll come back in a minute with more of the Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, uh, we have taken care of the problem that is Chris Cruz. We have uh, exercised him from the studio because, uh, listen, it's one thing, um, you know, you want to talk about me, you want to talk smack about my mom, but when there is meat at stake, so they do their meat at stake, and, uh, and I'm left out, that's going to be trouble for your career around here at the Morning Blaze. That's going to be rough for you. No, I'm just saying changes had to be made. Something had to be done, and uh, that time has come. And uh, um, yes, there is the possibility that he could get in my good graces again, but there would have to be some sort of uh, meat reparations for the affront that was uh, uh, cast upon me. This is shocking. I mean, you just say, hey, can my buddy Doc come along? All right, get your tweets in. It's at Doc Thompson Show with the hashtag uh, What I Learned Today. Friday leftovers, a little under a half hour from right now. I'll uh, tell you about the iTarget Pro system. Unfortunately, bad things happen. Bad things happen. We know at times people attack people. People will attack with guns, without guns. They attack family. They attack at places of business. Protect yourself. We know part of the reason for the Second Amendment and part of the reason we passionately fight for it is for self-determination and to decide whether or not we want to protect ourselves and have the ability to with a firearm. The problem is, how often do you go to the range? How often do you go to make sure you can actually shoot properly? That if something went down during a a heated uh, emergency situation where energies are flying high and emotions and, you know, adrenaline, that you can actually shoot well, hitting your attended target. I mean, there are police officers that get in that situation and fire dozens of rounds and never hit their intended target. It's understandable. You got to practice. 
And practicing can be expensive and time-consuming unless you get the iTarget Pro system. And one of the nice things about the iTarget Pro system, assuming your place of business is supportive of the Second Amendment, you could practice at your place of business with it because it works with a proprietary app that they developed. So you put the app on your phone, you set it up near the target, and you put the laser round in the chamber of your gun and fire away. It doesn't actually propel the entire round. It stays there. It just gives a little laser pulse. And you can see on the app where you hit. So you could tact, uh, maximize your tactical advantage at your place of business. Yep. You think that you're a target, a greater target, you're in the media or a school or something. Imagine if teachers could practice with this system in schools. You know, as part of, hey, if you're a teacher and you want to pack, fine. Make sure that you actually have been trained. And by the way, why not train in your classroom? Train in the hallways. I was just going to say, imagine that, you know, that superintendent comes in and says, hey, guys. If you're carrying, let's do some iTarget Pro shooting. Would be amazing. And it's only 89 bucks. Yeah. Get it online at iTargetPro.com. Don't forget to use the promo code DOC. They'll knock another 10% off. Easy. Think about when they're trying to spend millions and millions yeah. of dollars on all these school um, you know, ways to save schools. Yeah. They're giving it to weird groups and stuff. <laughs> How about buying a half a dozen of those for your or school just system? The money just stays somewhere. Stays there and no one ever no gets one, it. Wait, we had money? Remember when I told you I went to Bond Arms and we shot some of the guns, right? And they have uh, one of these really high-tech systems, which I've seen at some other ranges, where it's it's like a giant video game where you're shooting with a laser and you target. They had, uh, with the system they have, where you can actually use a real gun Mm -hmm. or the laser gun in the same, you know, uh, simulation. Okay. They have dozens of dozens of like, okay, target practice, bottles set up, oh. you shoot them. And then they have like all kinds of spinning targets and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they have live action drills. And w- the one that they gave me was a school live action, oh, an active shooter cool. situation. That's pretty cool. And, and I'm going through the hall mm-hmm. and you see, you know, there's kids running and fleeing and there's bodies. And you see some creepy dude with his back to you at the drinking fountain. And you're like, okay, what's going on? Is that guy, I don't want to shoot him if it's just some teacher or something. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden that SOB wheels around with a gun, (laughs) right? And you take him out. (laughs) So this is it. But imagine if it was at your school or your place of business or your home. So you get comfortable with it at the iTarget, Mm -hmm. with iTarget Pro. Go to iTargetPro.com and order one today. 23rd June, 1988, 30 years ago. Last week, okay, 30 years ago, James Hansen, who is known as the father of climate change, I think. Really? That's how he's known? Yeah. Okay. He used to work for NASA. And okay. He's, he's one of the ones who's really perpetuated first global warming, well, first global cooling, then global warming, and then just climate change in general. But it was 30 years ago that he testified before the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources during a prolonged heat wave and decided to cast climate change change and say this is this is what's going on it's climate change and continue to push this up well how are we looking now <laughs> have his predictions come to pass i don't know how they? come they're never held accountable for their crazy predictions well you got dead polar bears right right i mean polar bears they're, they're extinct right exactly there's no crops the only polar bear i could show my son is glenn beck's polar bear right exactly which had nothing to do with climate change <laughs> Dr. Patrick Michaels joining us now to discuss the fact that they never are held accountable. How are you, doctor? Uh, Good morning, Doc. How are you? I'm doing well. Why is there no accountability, even in just the predictions? Forget all the other politics. How come nobody ever goes, you know, that didn't happen? 
Well, because with global warming, accountability is embarrassing. Uh, when Jim Hansen testified 30 years ago, he had three scenarios for carbon dioxide and greenhouse gas emissions. The first one, uh, what he called scenario A, was an increase, continued exponential increase in emissions into the atmosphere. The second one continued the emissions at the same rate that they were when he testified in 88. And the third one, he called scenario C, held emissions constant. In other words, all of a sudden we stopped increasing our CO2 emissions in the year 2000. So which of those scenarios resembled what happened over the last 30 years? The answer is C, the one in which the emissions were constant. So he, the temperature has acted as if every nation on Earth agreed to cap its emissions in the year 2000. Of course we didn't do that. But let me ask you the question. If that's the way the temperature is behaving, why do we need these regulations to cap emissions? There's, there has to be the, the back political story or people wanting to keep their grants or jobs. If they're scientists, doctor, come on. I mean, as a scientist, you're almost as happy or maybe just as happy to have your hypothesis proven wrong, right? Well, would, would it the, that it were that way? But actually, studies show that scientists spend their careers trying to prove their hypothesis right. It's not the way we should be doing <laughs> wow. things. But it is human nature, by the way, to defend your core beliefs against God knows what. And, and in climate change, testing of these hypotheses has been minimal at best. Wow. Now, re- remember this, Doc. A forecast is nothing but a hypothesis about the way the future will work. And so we should be checking these things all the time. But, you know, when it's embarrassing, when it, it does clearly does not work the way we said it was going to, we don't like to go out in public and say that. And by the way, if you do research that says your funded hypothesis isn't right, good luck getting that grant renewed. Oh, they Think only want, it. wow, that's a great point. So, so really, uh, these climate Scientologists, uh, or Scientologists, that's actually pretty accurate. That was a Freudian slip that actually made sense. I like um, your slip. I've got a book coming out called Scientocracy. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, these climatologists are really like my wife then, right? They just cannot admit they're wrong. They just keep doubling down and trying to prove they're right. Good Lord. Uh, if I said that about my scandalously young wife on radio, I'd be in big trouble. Leave it at that. She, she works at this time as well, I think I've covered. So Berkeley just declared a climate emergency and said that we are, right now, the climate makes us in a worse situation than World War II and demands human population control. Well, that's progressive. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, this is so crazy. What happens in California? Right. Um, yes, um, they love to tie in the human population and we're overpopulated as part of this. And I guess at some point we could get to the point, theoretically, um, that there would be so many people that we would see some, some increased detrimental effects. But to say that right now the climate emergency is worse than World War II seems pretty stupid. That is unfortunate. It's that type of rhetoric, by the way, which is why the American people have rejected this issue as a disaster. They know when they're being told less than the truth. They know when things are being exaggerated. And thanks, frankly, 
to our freedom of speech, we here uh, have more opposition to this, uh, these climate change policies than any other nation on earth. You know, um, it's sad that uh, conservatives automatically end up falling on the opposite side of the climate change people because conservatives were uh, people who lived off the land. They believed in conservation. They believed in, uh, you know, getting the biggest bang for your buck. They were farmers. They were people who wanted clean streams and rivers and air and whatever. And suddenly, because I deny this failed science or uh, the policies of some of these scientists, I'm automatically believed that uh, to want dirty air and water. Yeah, and that's, that's not, not true. the case at all. As a matter of fact, uh, we really need to be very efficient about the way we protect the environment and to um, go for environmental protection on things that are problems, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like sulfur dioxide in the air, nitrogen oxides in the air, creates low-level ozone, which is a known health problem. Rather doing that, rather than spending money chasing the will-o'-the-wisp of global warming. By the way, the Paris Accord, the much-vaunted Paris Accord on climate change, if every nation lived up to its so-called commitments, and they aren't enforceable under the treaty, but sweep that under the rug. (laughs) Every nation lived up to its so-called commitments. According to the climate models of people like Hansen and his buddies, uh, that would save a grand total of about two-tenths of a degree of global warming by the year 2100. Anybody who tells you this is meaningful is talking through their hat. Right. I mean, seriously. That's just, okay. And, okay, there's the other side of it. So when they present these um, solutions, as they say, they are never held, okay, uh, what is the best-case scenario? What's going to happen? Like you just laid out, the two tenths. That's never, it's just believed that, well, we've got to do something, doctor, right? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. What you've got to do is you've got to go to www.cato.org, and if you start searching around, you will find my a global warming calculator in which you can put in any policy that you want oh. and it will show how much global warming will be saved. For example, you could put the United States emissions to zero. Zero. And by the year 2100, you will find that that will alter the temperature trajectory by about two-tenths of a degree C. Well, that doesn't sound like a lot. I'm no, not a scientist, but that doesn't sound like a lot. All, all pain, no gain, except... Why? The assumption that its gain is also questionable. Who on earth believes that we live in the best of all possible climates? Only Pangloss, the philosopher in Voltaire's <laughs> believes that. And in fact, if you start playing around with econometric models, what you see is if it warms up a modest amount, that's a net benefit. It was funny. I was uh, I was uh, had my radio on scan the other day, and it stopped at NPR. And there was this uh, show on climate change, and um, it was oh, yeah. completely biased out there. And there was a lady on there, and uh, she went down this history. And I think they had they tried to try tie in the release of Jurassic Park. So they were talking about what happened to the dinosaurs okay. and moving forward. And uh, she mentioned about climate change and uh, mentioned uh, CO two in the air, right. and completely just leapt over the fact that plants give off carbon dioxide. She completely missed that part of it and also missed the part that says, okay, so you believe in evolution and you believe that these things have evolved over time, but you're saying right now 
we need to stop the climate if uh, from changing because we as a species need to survive. Well, yeah, right. why isn't that arrogant? Maybe we would be replaced in favor of something, you know, uh, more uh, significant. Along, along those lines, Doc, satellite data published in Nature magazine uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, Nature has generally been what people would call a campaigner on global warming. <laughs> satellite data show that the Earth is getting greener and greener and greener and greener. And the main reason, according to Nature magazine, is the carbon dioxide we're putting in the air. Plants so, you know, seem to love it. Plants go better. It's what you plants know, love. If, if you don't believe that, go to your local uh, greenhouse, and you'll see that they jack up the concentration of CO2 in the greenhouse by three times what it actually is in order to make the plants grow faster. Wow. Okay, so give me, help me with some solutions there, Doctor. We know... The failures here. We're not even denying that there are some climate change things. It's just man caused, and we know the debates. So, what is the solution to get people educated, especially younger people? How do you bring them to the table? Very simple. We should be using the mantra uh, of an old utility called Northern Illinois Gas. Back in the 70s, their mantra was the future belongs to the efficient. And that is so true. Efficient things are favored in the marketplace because they cost less to operate or if they cost less to produce, they're also favored in the marketplace. The way we get to that efficient future is not taking away people's money that they would use for investments or to buy the products of those companies. And so you really, if you really want to get to the future, get the government out of taking away people's money for global warming and you'll get there. All right, Dr. Uh, Patrick Michaels, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah. We'll tweet out a link to your information as well, all right? Appreciate it. Bye. Um, yeah, uh, apparently carbon dioxide is what plants crave. No. <gasps> yeah, people thought it was Brondo. It's not. It's got Isn't that right, Neil? It's got electrolytes. It's got electrolytes? Yeah, it's got carbon dioxide yeah, does? Crave. Is that what it is? Does plants, is it Brondo or carbon it's dioxide? Brondo. I'm confused. Yeah, you, you got it. Okay, Brondo is what the, okay, it's not. Brondo is what <laughs> plants crave. Wait, you want us to put toilet water on the plants? <clears throat> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it, it, by the way, that's from Idiocracy, yes, if you yes, haven't seen it. Yes. It's just playing out in our lives right now. <laughs> so true. The, the prophetic movie Idiocracy so from 20 years ago. But as I listen to this chick on NPR, it's like she's heading down this path. She's mm-hmm. heading down this path. Okay. You know, all of these species have evolved, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Many evolved out of existence because of climate change and um, all these different. And then, whoop. But we got to stop right here. This is it. How arrogant of you. Yeah. You believe in evolution that, you know, we if. Oh, and they were completely in it. They're like, first you had the dinosaurs, and then you had uh, apes that dropped from the trees, and then humans came out of the apes. The whole thing, right? And you're like, but now we got to stop. How territorial and arrogant. Yeah. Did not say, how do you know that the insects won't rise up next and have a greater understanding, greater knowledge than human beings ever did. The cockroaches. The cockroaches. It's time for them, right? But no, we got to stop the climate right here because humans are number one. Woo! Number one. You morons. Quick break. Back with more in a minute. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
appropriation? Yes, please. This is the Morning Blaze. So, did anybody learn anything? Yeah, some of. Come on. They love to learn things. You know, like Big Mike saying, The Morning Blaze brought you by Carl's Jr. I'm sorry, what's that? The Morning Blaze brought you by Carl's Jr. Okay, good, good, yeah. good. I like that. Good. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah. Ha! Doc just had a frauding slip of idiocracy during the last segment, too. I did. Yep, I oh. absolutely did. And it made sense, though. That's what was did so it? Wonderful. Did it make sense? It really did, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? No, I just. Where's the meat? You're back in here. You said if I let you back in, you'd bring meat. I never said that. I, that's what I heard. <laughs> I, never I think he said, said that. that. I think Neil's going to get my back, right, uh, Neil? Stinky Biscuit tweeting out what I learned today. I am all for population control at UC Berkeley. At UC Berkeley, right. Just certain people and things. <laughs> I'm going to give you that as well. <laughs> certain population control. It's so funny. <clears throat> um, what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, the He was talk show host on Fox now, a reporter for years on uh, 2020. Um, doll oh, libertarian guy, mustache, Stossel, John Stossel. Okay. He addressed things like population control mm-hmm. 20 years ago. He had one on overpopulation, the claims of overpopulation. And I can't remember the exact statistics, but it's something like if you took every person in America and gave them like whatever size piece of property it was, like a half acre or something, or an acre or whatever it was, they would all fit in Texas. Really? Because I've heard the opposite. I heard they could all fit in Hawaii. Or whatever. It was, I don't know where it was, but it was something. And it shows, no, we've got plenty. And by the way, we're producing more food, more efficiently than ever before. Um, Again, you could, I think, get to a point where maybe it would be a problem. But it would probably be a lot more people than Mm -hmm. we have now. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking Duck but, tweeting. But remember, that's the ultimate control. Yes. Uh, spe- uh, speaking Duck saying that Fogo the Shower is under the mistaken impression that Chris Cruz is Doc Thompson. Maybe that's what it is. No. I think they would have had me there first. I think so. Really? I mean, whose uh, name is on the show? D- oh, hold on. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hold on. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with the show. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. I may have done some things for them and they were paying me with this. Wow. Oh, good. A child likes the freaky stuff. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, not no, not like that. Don't. I hope. I hope you. Uh, who, they listen. Don't. I no. I who has not. to clean up? <laughs> so you or them? Well, sometimes I clean up. Okay. okay. It just depends. are you using the Genesis nine fifty? Of course. Are you kidding me? Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure you're on it. Genesis nine five zero dot com. Order it today. It's a cleaning product like a few others. It's a cleaning product that comes in concentrated form, but it works on many different surfaces. And again, if you see the price online, it may be a little jarring because you're getting a gallon of concentrated amount. But by the time you dilute it and you look, it's actually going to be cheaper than most of your other household cleaning products out there. And yet you don't have to keep changing. You ever do this? You're like, okay, I got to clean the bathroom. So I'm going to get those products out. And then I got to get the kitchen. Oh, I got to walk in there and get all those things and their different products or whatever. And you're constantly running back and forth. I used to do this all the time. Or you have a, a basket full of products and you're digging through the right one. Don't do that. Don't screw around. Just get Genesis950.com. It works great. All these different surfaces, countertops, carpeting. You can use it on walls. You can use it on your grill. You can use it inside your car, in the garage, all of these different places. We get so many wonderful testimonies. We do. We do. First, she goes, this product was amazing for the when i ordered for the first time to get some carpet stains left by a new puppy yep 
now is my go-to for my greasy kitchen, woodwork, and patio furniture. Yep, there it is. From dog piss to patio furniture. That's right. <laughs> All of those things. I think the big thing, it would be worth it having this just to clean your carpets in those stupid machines because yes. the price is so obnoxious. Yeah, and then don't be like Keith. Just clean one side. Prepare. <clears throat> this cleaning product is so powerful that you'd be Gotta like, clean the entire wait a carpet. minute, my carpet's not beige. Right. It's actually white. It's white. I can't <laughs> believe it. Clean the entire thing. <clears throat> well, the thing is, you don't know when you get those carpet cleaners. No. Yeah. It's not just whether or not it's safe for your carpet. It's, is it going to damage the machine and then yeah. I'm going to have to pay for this thing or whatever? So you're like, well, can't I just use whatever store cleaner in it? No, no. The recommended is this one. Bissell, you got to do it. It's $40 million for one half gallon. Whoa. No, this we're telling you works in them. It's safe for your carpet. It's safe for the machine. So mm-hmm. now, you know, I've just given you a pass on that. Genesis950.com. Yeah. Order it today. Promo code you want to look for is Blaze. Promo code Blaze at Genesis950.com. Uh, you got uh, TMB Satisfaction tweeting out what I learned today. I know iTarget Pro saves money on ammo, but is it as much fun as shooting dirty coyotes on a Friday night? No, it's not. I'm going to tell you right there. It's not it's as not? much fun. No, no. Have you done that? Uh, no, but I imagine shooting d- dirty coyotes is a lot of fun, <laughs> right? Okay. Come on, man. You got to know that's yeah. fun, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, but how often do you get to shoot dirty coyotes? Oh, and... You want to make sure you actually hit the dirty coyotes. Yes. Yeah, so How practice. many of us have an opportunity? So you practice. So when opportunity knocks, you're prepared. Yeah. You're like, listen, I've been practicing shooting you dirty coyote for low these many years with itargetpro.com. <laughs> right? You're prepared yeah. for it. Friday Leftovers coming up next. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson, 888-900-3393. And now, Doc Thompson presents The Friday Leftovers. Mm. These are, in fact, the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week, so we will get to them now. Here we go. 39-year-old Christine Victoria Mittler of Newport Ritchie was called to jury duty. Now, for those of you uh, that are curious and you're not familiar with it, Newport Ritchie is located in the state of Florida. Wow, that's a surprise one. Honestly, yeah. did not know that yeah, one. Yeah, Newport Ritchie's in Florida. Newport Ritchie. Yeah. She was uh, called to jury duty. So okay. she went to the West Pasco Judicial Center around 1 o'clock on Monday. Okay. And when a cop searched her at the security area, they noticed something odd. Okay. Cocaine and meth. Whoa. What? (laughs) Oh, sweetheart. You know where you're going, right? She's going to jury duty. Yeah, but it's inside a courthouse. Here's the thing. Jury duty gets powerfully boring. (laughs) I ended up picking me up. You need mommy's little helper. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, Chris, have you seen people fall asleep at jury duty oh, and they get in trouble? Yes. You get bounced or the judge yep. gives you what for? Contempt of court. Contempt of court. You know, whatever. You're just like, oh my gosh, with the blah, blah, so many words, right? It's like, oh, mommy's little helper. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh. And then it's also going to keep you up during those long debates back yeah. in the juries room. Yeah. Actually, uh. right? He's guilty. Saying, uh, he's no, he's they're guilty. like, no, no, let me lay this out. And you'll be oh. you'll be fighting your cause all night long, days on end, as the bugs crawl in your skin with the meth. But still, <laughs> you're gonna be able to argue your point, wearing everybody else out. Sequestered, not a problem. I'll be up for days. <laughs> so she gets called to jury duty. Okay. Cops are like, uh, come on through, we gotta empty your pockets and whatever. Ho ho, what's this? See, she had not been selected as a juror. She was waiting to find out if she would become one. But when they searched her, they first found two foil packets containing oh. a white powdery substance in her pocket mm-hmm. uh, that contained cocaine. <laughs> her straw hat had meth. Her straw hat. Hold on. What's the matter? You what, what? right here. What are you she doing? wore straw hat to yes, jury duty? jury duty. That's right. <laughs> Well, you want to look like one of the people. You can't get more Floridian than that. That's right. You wear a stupid straw hat. Uh, what, I wonder, was it a bikini or a one-piece she had on? Did she have the flip-flops? Or was it the shirt that has a bikini drawn, drawn in the front? over yes. a bikini. Yes. That's probably what it was. You're right. <laughs> Your Honor, I don't know if I can serve on jury duty. I forgot my sunscreen <laughs> and my noodles. I got my meth, so I'm good there. She admitted the drugs were hers and said she just forgot they were in her pocket. Uh, Now, wait a minute. If you are so used to having cocaine and meth on you that you just forget they're in your pocket, that's a big problem. Oh, yeah. That means you're... You're so casual. That is just your way of life, right? It's like me carrying a pen. Oh, Oh, that's right. I have a pen in my pocket. I forgot it was there, right? She was charged with possession. No. Yep, they're going to charge no. her for that. Yeah. Oh, the good sweetheart. thing is, though, the cops didn't have to go far. No, 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 no. You're already right there in the justice like center. Yep. The fish came to you. <clears throat> right. It's like, it's like the fisherman's like, whoa, this fish just literally just jumped. Jumped right in the boat. In the boat. Right, in the, right in the boat. <laughs> Pro criminal tip number 2420 don't take contraband into a place where you'll be searched. Or at least hide it well. I'm going to go with 40. Uh, Two four twenty. Okay. Don't even take it in there. Okay. 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 A Kentucky homeowner recently spotted something odd in her backyard. A naked man. Whoa. Trying to start a fire. Hello. Whoa. He had poured gasoline around the house. Around the and house? was trying to use the electrical power line that feeds an outbuilding. Okay. To start a fire. Is he crossing the wires like starting up a car? Yeah, that's Did I, he I get think, confused. When the homeowner confronted him, he fled. Oh, wow. Now, here's the thing. If the guy is trying to start a fire in your backyard Mm -hmm. by pulling the wires, Mm -hmm. you don't have to confront him or call the cops. Oh, no. That's just a problem that takes care of itself. Yes, sir. Because, aha, I managed to pull it right out of the... (laughs) Okay, no problem. All done. All cleaned up. Good. (laughs) All cleaned up. That's it. There's nobody there. There's no nobody more. there. There's nobody there. In fact, uh, many of those power lines, yeah, there will not. There may be a little brown patch That's for it. a while in the back, but that'll just grow over. That's gonna. <laughs> you really don't have to take care of anything. Nope. It's nature be will all take good. care of it. Right. This is uh, right. This is this is Darwin, right? <laughs> but nevertheless, the homeowner confronted him. He fled. He ran around the front, hopped into a car in front okay. of the house. Remember, naked. Okay. So you want to get that clean. 
Got to careful. I don't think it was his car. It wasn't? No, he just hopped in a car. <laughs> well, that's pretty ballsy of him. Let's see what you did there. Eventually, he just got out of the car and then just casually walked down the street. So I guess he had reached, like, it's like uh, hide and seek. He got to safety, and now we're good to go. And then he just casually walked down the street. He got the high that he wanted mm-hmm. of being chased. All right. Yeah, that's all he wanted. He There's just wanted good, the high. Good to go. Good yeah. to go. McGoffin County deputies found him about 75 feet from the front gate of the home. <laughs> he was still naked and lying in the grass. Oh. Cops asked him for an ID. He told them that he may be Jesus. Oh, well, he don't need ID then. No, if you're Jesus, you know. No, Jesus is the problem is um, he's not Jesus. Oh. It turns out he not he is not, in fact, Jesus. So the second coming did not start. No, okay. uh, did not, yeah. He's not Jesus. He's 31-year-old Austin Michael Johnson. Therefore, he was charged with burglary, indecent exposure, criminal trespass, providing false ID, and public intoxication. <laughs> oh, so alcohol was a factor? Right. He's not Jesus. He was just drunk. <laughs> Usually drunk people believe they're Jesus a lot. Yeah, they do quite often. Here's the thing. If if he had said, I am Jesus, okay, he may be Jesus. Yes. But if you say, I may be Jesus, you're not Jesus. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you're Jesus, you're going to know you're Jesus. Um, omniscient. Uh. <laughs> there's that whole thing. All knowing. So he knows all. Not so, so sure true. he's so true. who he thinks At he is. At that moment, he's like, I might be Jesus. I know everything else. I'm not sure I'm who I say I am. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yes. I may be Jesus. And by the way, even okay. if you know you're not Jesus and you're trying to convince the cops you're Jesus, okay. you don't go, I may be Jesus. You no. say, I am Jesus. Yes. You got to own it. <clears throat> he was not Jesus. He was just drunk. <laughs> That's a good one. A man from New Tripoli, Pennsylvania is accused of defecating during road rage. Oh. Boy, that takes it up a level. That does. You know, we've seen the stories where during road rage, somebody busts out a gun, somebody yeah. gets shot, horrible, Bat. and you're like, that is escalated. Mm-hmm. But the public defecation gets your point across, and uh, you are not going to be charged um, the same way with uh, serious, uh, like murder. You mm-hmm. shoot somebody, right? Yeah. Here's how this played out. Okay. <clears throat> Retired farmer Henry George Weaver claims this was all just a big misunderstanding. He said he was driving to a doctor's appointment on Route 309 when another driver suddenly pulled in front of him. Okay. He and the driver both got out of their vehicles and began arguing. As he was arguing, Weaver said his IBS kicked in. Oh, this is an inopportune time. Yes. He thought it's bad when it kicks in in the swimming pool. (laughs) But this is, mm, this is rough. I got to, okay, you get back in your car. You come, You cut me off. He said he had to go right then. There was no holding it right then and there. So he dropped trow and began to let it fly. He said, quote, there wasn't any choice in the matter. He had to be done. But the other driver never gave him another chance or gave him a chance to explain. He just took off. Mm. He said he didn't say anything. Just got in the car and drove off. Well, yeah, the guy sees you pooping there in the middle of the street. What are you going to stand around there for? All right, you got to go. You got IBS. We'll continue this conversation. I'll give you a minute or two. You get on your phone. You play a little uh, words with friends or whatever for a couple of minutes. Oh, you're so old. I couldn't think of a current one. Is there a current one? No. Okay, there is no. There's none. That was long gone. Okay. Kimming went. He said he didn't give me a chance to explain. He just drove off. Weaver said he was 
deeply embarrassed and Hell. immediately left the scene to go shower and change. <laughs> he was still charged with harassment. What? He got a condition. I mean, how do you charge him with harassment? Why, he, wasn't shouldn't the other guy be changed? Yes, or charged? charged and changed and changed possibly. <laughs> Is it just he took it to a new level? I guess, but still though. I mean, if you slap me and I punch you, you still assaulted me. We should both get cha- uh, yes. charged, right? Oh, okay. That's an awkward one. Hmm. I got to tell you this, though. You may be charged with harassment, but you won. Yeah. You absolutely won. It yeah. may have been embarrassing, but you won. Yeah. You get out of the car as part of road rage and you poop. You won. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That guy may go, oh my gosh. He gets to work. I was just, this guy, we get in this argument and he poops right there on the street. <laughs> you didn't win that, dude. Sorry. No, no, you lost <clears throat> that one. You got, that guy made you see him poop. Yes. Right? Yes. That is, it's like road rage poop, right? Yes. Wow. <clears throat> see if you can spot the key word in the following headline. Okay. Are you ready? You ready I'm for ready. it? I'm ready. Spot the key word. Key word. In the headline, Florida wildfire that destroyed 36 homes was sparked by controlled burn. Controlled burn. Yeah, controlled is the key word there. Yeah. The wildfire sparked by controlled, controlled. So it wasn't controlled. It was not a controlled burn. It was just a burn. It was just a burn. Exactly. <laughs> a very burn. <laughs> a big burn. Now, this is a horribly sad story, but... There's some interesting parts to it. A quick-moving wildfire ravaged part of northern Northern Florida coastal community. This is up near the Panhandle, about halfway between, uh, let's say, Pensacola and Tampa. Okay. Okay. Destroyed 36 homes to the ground. Wow. It was sparked by a controlled burn conducted by by state-hired contractors. (laughs) Well, they they lost that bid for the next one. See how that goes. The fire broke out late Sunday in East Point. This is um, near the historic town of Apical. Near the Panhandle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The uh, historic town of Apical okay. in the Panhandle. Right. Uh, fortunately, nobody died. There were a lot Good. of homes that were damaged. Yeah. Over Insurance. 800 acres burned. Wow. 800. Now, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said a private company was contracted to burn 480 acres. <clears throat> so there were. 480? They were just really good. They gave them the extra. You know, how dare you? <coughs> they were trying to, you know, you know why they only asked for 480. We'll go ahead and do it. We go the extra mile. We go well, above and beyond. Yes, we go the extra 300. Right, this is like saying, hey, you contract us to mow your, your front lawn. We went ahead and threw in the side lawn. Okay. We just, we, we the want you to know our company doesn't just get by in the bare minimum. It's about customer service is what it's about. You wanted eight, uh, 480 acres, boom, baby, almost double. Our guys are out there working it for you. You got to try that, right? You do. You have to try you that. Try if you want to save that contract, yeah, it's you not going to help. No. But at one in a million shot, you got to try it. They'll be like, okay. The only what? other thing left is just going in their office and pooping. So at least you, you win that. That's the only other way. Is that, is that going to be it now? That's it. To win an argument, you, you that's drop is, pants right. and poop. You wait what's coming later in this program. Whoa. You give me the business about something and disagree right there. Are you? Right in front of the I'm just saying, I know I'll win. <laughs> Amanda Hall said, uh, this is a local woman, she said, I was scared to death. I saw the flames in my backyard. My whole backyard was on fire when I left. 
She said, when I left, I couldn't even see in front of me. The smoke was so thick, I didn't even know if I was on the road or not. Oh, that's pretty scary. <coughs> that's really scary. I saw this story, and I saw her comments. And I thought to myself, I know who I would be in this situation. I would be dead. Because? As much as I don't believe government and don't trust them and skeptical and cynical, I would believe them in this scenario. Because you know, as the fire got a little bit out of hand, they didn't say, Attention, people of East Point. There is a controlled burn that is now out of control. You must evacuate. I would not trust them, what they said, and I would go, please. They're not saying that. They're not, to, they're not telling you that when it first gets out of, no. when it first gets out of control. Yep. It's when, they're, when it's like at your doorstep. When it first gets a little bit out of control, what they're telling you is it's a controlled burn. Yeah. Yeah, you see the smoke. Maybe they publicized it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. It's a controlled burn. So by the time it got to my front door, I'd be telling my wife, well, they said it's a controlled burn. They must know what they're doing. <laughs> it's getting so close. They still say it's a right. controlled burn. Listen, what, seriously, they're going to let it get out of control? They, no. Because no. they know I'm going to sue them and stuff, yes. right? Come on. It would be it's surrounding me, and I would go on. It, it, says it's, <laughs> it said it's a controlled burn. They got to know what they're doing. I can absolutely see you with a blow, uh, with a with a whatever megaphone, megaphone saying it's a control burn. Control, uh, they told me they it's, told a me control me it's a control burn. I don't burn. know. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's not. But that's what they told me. Because see, here's the thing. Let's say it was a controlled burn, okay, and it was controlled to be like across the street, and it stopped, and everything worked perfectly. If it was a controlled burn, and they told us this, my wife would still be going. There's a fire over there. <laughs> You should go talk to somebody. Honey, it's a controlled, it's a burn. controlled burn. Here's what they said they're going to do. Look, it's it's within that. Yeah. It's controlled. But the smoke's over here. Yes, the yeah, smoke burn. It's a controlled burn. <laughs> I can see that. Right? Thing. That's the argument I'd had if it didn't get out of control. So yeah. if it got out of control, I'd still be going, I don't know. What do you want me to do? Am I the fire marshal here? That's what I'd be saying. I'm not a firefighter. I didn't go to school for this. They said it was a control. Do you want to leave? Okay, we'll leave. <laughs> that is so this would you. absolutely be the so argument you. back and forth. So, you. so when I saw the story, I was like, "Yeah, I'd be dead." I'd be dead. <laughs> it's a controlled burn. <clears throat> they said it's a controlled burn. I don't know. That goes to your tombstone. They said it was a controlled burn. <laughs> <laughs> An Australian woman has been convicted of threatening to shoot a KFC employee over miss or over missing mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, I don't. This one's difficult, isn't it? This I, one's difficult. Yes, I don't condone, you know, threatening Sh- no, to shoot no, an employee I, because they forgot. I your, want on record: yes, we do not we condone, do not condone shooting condone. somebody or threatening to shoot no, them even over no. missing or actually shooting them. Neither no, one, no, neither. But but I understand. It. I really do right. understand that. KFC, the one thing that could get right is their mashed potatoes and gravy. That's what I'm saying. A little salty, but it's, yes, but you it's, know, it's all right. It, they get that right. 46-year-old Emily Samuel called the restaurant and made the threat in February after ordering a meal on the, their app. Okay. She ordered on the app, gets it delivered or picked it up, open it up, boom, missing mashed potatoes. Oh, hell no. She called him up and said, I will come down and shoot you. Is it Australian? Yes, it's Australian. Can, can you do the Australian accent with that one? Uh, I might. I will come down and shoot you. Oh, yes. Th- still threatening. 
It is still a little happier, yeah. though. A little happier. Yeah. Uh, the restaurant closed early. No! Over safety precautions. Oh, it is Australia. It is they Australia. They can't defend themselves. They got no guns or nothing down there. You know what I would have said? What? If I was the manager, I'm going, it's a controlled burn. <laughs> what are the odds they're really going to shoot somebody? People say this stuff all the time. Guns are illegal here. That's How right. that person got a gun? It's right. And secretly, I'd be thinking, listen, we got it's almost the lunch rush. <laughs> we got to make that money up or whatever. I don't know, honey. We it gotta was a cl- threat. People threaten all the time. You got the employees coming to you. We have to close down. No, no. It's a control Lunch burn. time's coming. Lunch time's coming up. <laughs> More of your Friday leftovers coming up next. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now. Got to tell you about Minostalgia's um, edible memories from the north woods of Minnesota. I, got all c- I don't have to tell him about that? No, not Minnesota. No. I don't have to tell him about it? No, you don't have to tell him about Minnesota. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. You oh. know what? I saw a lot of tweets. Okay. I'm going to take this one on me. I okay. feel comfortable enough okay. saying... Let's not talk about Minnesota right now. I want more Friday leftovers. I want to end. Okay, good. I want to start my vacation good because okay, today's gotcha. my last day All and right, I'll come I'll, back I'll next week. I'll hook a brother up. Can you? Okay, and, that's, and it's okay. Mordecai, cancel the Minnesota right now, I believe. Back to, okay, gotcha. Friday leftovers. 45-year-old Darwin Patterson. Okay. What's that name? Darwin Patterson. Darwin. No. 45-year-old Darwin Patterson Patterson was arrested for DUI after he crashed his car into the police station. Oh, sweetheart. See? The Chattanooga PD posted the pic of the wreck on its official Twitter account. (laughs) It shows Darwin's pickup truck after it crashed through the fence. Uh, They also charged him with resisting arrest. Of course, you have to. Disorderly conduct. Okay. Driving left of center. Reckless driving, no proof of insurance. Yes, driving without a license. Yes, just keep keep going. <laughs> possession. We right. have to have possession. There in was there. not a possession no, charge. No, he had a chance. They to just break didn't the look record. close enough, right? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, come on, guys. Come. Yes. Okay. You're you you're driving without a license and no insurance. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're driving reckless and you yep. crash into the police station. You've got all of that. It's it's all stacking up. Yeah. And then you resist arrest. And you act disorderly. Come on. Dude. Well, okay. I'll give him this. If you're going to go out, go out with a bang. Blaze of glory, huh? Just go down. The uh, CPD also tweeted, if you choose to, crashing the vehicle, you know, in the picture or whatever, crashing the vehicle you are driving at police headquarters makes it much easier for CPD officers to arrest you. That is so true. Because they're right there. That's another case of the fish coming to the boat. Right there. A 32-year-old man was arrested after screaming at his neighbors and threatening to kill them because why do you why do you I think it was loud noise? That'd the, be my the guess. The dog keeps barking. So I would threaten to kill somebody over that too. No, yeah. no. He screamed at his neighbors and threatened to kill them because his testicles were hurting. Oh, I still okay. 
I still you're can't understand. You're what? I, okay, I, I, but a lot so, of questions. Yeah, I, a lot of questions, but mm-hmm. I can get where that's coming from. Caller to the Walton County Sheriff's Office reported a white man was on drugs and threatening to kill the neighbors with a gun. Deputies responded and made contact with the man. I don't think they mean physical contact. Okay, okay, I hope not. With those injured testicles. Or at least wore gloves. Made contact with the man while he was walking down the road. He was soaked from sweat. And he told police his testicles were hurting. He thought that he had a parasite from swimming in the creek. Whoa. I don't know. I mean, uh, do you get uh, testicle, uh, like hurting testicles from a parasite? I think so. Okay, I didn't realize that was a thing. Okay. An officer asked him um, uh, what happened with his neighbor. You know, why were you yelling and screaming and cursing? And he said, uh, because his testicles were hurting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then he said he was trying to use the neighbor's phones, but they wouldn't let him. How? Oh, oh, come on, neighbor. Uh, Still, they didn't say why his testicles were hurting. I think that's part of the story, don't you? Yes, I want to know. We have no idea why. And what kind testicle. of parasite is that? I don't know if there was a parasite or not. There's some some shoddy reporting going here. Wow. Why were they hurting? And, you know, if that was legit, they were hurting. I think you get a pass on uh, threatening to kill somebody. Yeah, I do too. Yep, you do get a pass. Yep. I mean, if you've ever been injured in that region. Oh, you know you're... You're, you're, like you're hating life right you're now. You're threatening to kill everybody. Oh, yeah. You're threatening to kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, so a little bit of a pass there. Yes, so yes, yes. I think there was um, some shoddy reporting, but maybe this guy's cool. Yeah. I, he, cool. How can you? He got his balls hurt. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, tell us what you've learned with the hashtag what I learned today. If you would, please follow at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. Lots to digest there. Lots to digest. More coming up in the morning, Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. confident that people have learned some really powerful things during the Friday leftover. Don't get too confident. You don't think so? Yeah, I'm gonna, confident. Uh, okay, let's get him in. Hashtag what I learned at Doc Thompson show. Hall saying if you want to win an argument about control burn, just poop. Yes, that's right. And I would say about anything, you can just do that. Yeah. Uh, Big Poppy saying hurting testicles sounds like a good punk rock band. Hurting te- testicles. Uh, I like injured testicles or testes. It, it's a little testes, hipper then. Yes. Or maybe it's injured testicles, but then like the slang, like people that really love the band. I've been following them since day one. It, we call them testes. It's like that, <laughs> something like that. Blaze HR department tweeting out, it's not up to Chris if he's allowed to come back after his vacation. Powers uh, in this office. That's right. Listen, there is a, um, in the employee handbook, there is a reference to denying meat. 
Is there? There is. There is a. So meat if clause. I deny you meat, that's right. There, it, I can no longer come back punishment. to this. That's right. To this broxa, until I bring you meat. Right. It's now, sec- do, it's section forty-two, paragraph three, subsequent paragraph B. Now, do line I two. bring you meat for the one that I miss, or do I have to bring extra to make it up and give you? You more need meat? both exactly. Mm, yeah. Nice. Otherwise, it just brings you back to normal. You know. Doc's tiny sack. Hey, if my boys are in pain, I'm not to be held liable for what comes out of my mouth. Thank you. I'm going to give you that. Thank you. TJ Topping saying Darwin didn't get possession because of indigestion. Indigestion. Uh, there's indigestion. no D in there. Injustice? Ingestion. Right here. I'm saying it Ingestion. right. I'm saying it right. You're just in your mind. I hate when try, you do this. Try no, 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 try no. Try it again. Let me hear it. Ingestion. What's, what's that? Ingestion. Okay, we'll go with that. That's no, fine. you always no, assume, no, okay. you always assume that I'm going to say it wrong. So in your mindset, you already got this. Oh, he's going to say it wrong. Oh, let me make fun of him. Let me hear it again. Ingestion. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed you got it. it. Nailed it. You're okay. good. You're good to go. Okay. <laughs> you hate that too, don't you? I do. <laughs> I do. TMB Saddletram saying KFC mashed potatoes and gravy are not good enough to shoot someone <laughs> over. Maybe not. But are they good enough to threaten to shoot somebody over? Oh, thank you. See, that's where, that's where I you know draw what? the line. Okay. Now, right. Chick-fil-A, oh. that, everything on their menu is good enough to shoot somebody over. Uh, uh, not that you should do it. I'm not mind. condoning it. I'm going to shut up because... I'm, I, seriously, I'm, you don't do that. I'm no, just saying don't do that. I could understand how people do it. I can't condone it, but oh, I understand don't. it. But uh, think, yeah, KFC, not, not good enough to actually shoot if somebody If you mess over. with my Chick-fil-A... World War Three will start. You There's know that trouble. civil war yeah. people say is coming. Yeah, that's probably right there. That. That's where you draw the line. That's what. Oh, what, what, yes. are we, what are we savages? You have to draw the line somewhere. Have, thank right? you. Thank you. By the way, if you're looking for an opportunity, this is a great business opportunity for you to either have a couple of bucks coming in on the side or maybe make a complete business out of it. It's Earthwater. Yeah, you could get involved with Earthwater because they're starting their affiliate program. When you become an Earthwater affiliate, you'll be given um, an opportunity to share your unique ID with others. And by becoming an affiliate, you'll be receiving your position or reserving your position rather in the network marketing tree with the direct market model. When they fully launch a little bit later this year and you will establish yourself as an Earthwater brand ambassador and they're going to pay you a 40% weekly commission. Listen, you know similar models like this. Some of them have worked. Some of them have been a little goofy, whatever. This is fantastic. 40% weekly commission and you don't have to handle the product. You don't have to store it in your basement, buy a bunch to start. No, you don't have to do it. Amazon handles all they, they do the fulfillment. It's free shipping and free handling. You just market it. You just share the information with people. There's no monthly minimum, no required auto sh- uh, ship or setup or anything like that. It's incredibly easy turnkey business opportunity. The sky's the limit, whatever you want to put into it. But what you'll get out is 40% weekly commission. Now, if you want to join, go to uh, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. It's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Brandon Straka joining us now. How are you, sir? Brandon, are you there? I'm here. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Brandon started uh, a hashtag and a campaign on Twitter called Walk Away, and I'm curious about it. Explain what it is. Okay, well, the, the campaign actually began on Facebook, and it actually okay. exists on Facebook. Yeah, and that's something I really want to clarify because I'm, I'm so excited that there are so many people on Twitter right now who are hashtagging Walk Away. But I want to make sure people know it's so much more than a hashtag. Okay. Uh, the, the walk away campaign is a testimonial campaign and we're utilizing video and written testimonials. 
uh, where people are just telling their stories within the walkaway campaign group. And their stories are it's people on the left who have decided to walk away from the left or they're going to walk away from the left or they already did walk away from the left because they're completely fed up with the ideology of liberalism and that the extremism that the Democratic Party that uh, has embraced. But what's even better about it is the test. Uh, the campaign also is for people on the right. And it's really an amazing opportunity for people on the right to find their voice and, and take the narrative back about who they are, because that's been so hijacked for so long by the people on the left who are saying, well, everybody on the right is a racist. Everybody on the right is a bigot. Everybody on the right, you know, hates women, hates gays. Well, this in this campaign, people are sitting down in front of their video cameras and they're telling the world the truth about who they really are. Interesting. What their values are. It's amazing. It's amazing because what it's done is completely cut out the, the liberal media entirely and just given the power to the people. Oh, I like this other- too. So, so people are starting and they're saying, okay, here's me. I'm going to speechify and put it on tape for a minute or two. This is who I really am. It's, Absolutely. That's the core. Okay. Yeah, people are going on there and they're saying, look, you know, the, the, the traditional idea is that I'm a racist, that I'm a bigot, but I'm so not these things. And as a matter of fact, we want people on the right. You know, gay people are welcome on the right. Black people are welcome on the right. There's a place at the table for you. We want you here. This is, Brandon, this is really smart. Um, people telling their story and saying, here's who I am. So, you know, I'm not a talking point. I'm not, you know, somebody who just hates people, whatever. Because one of my frustrations has always been that, unfortunately, the media and people on the left start and end with, if you're not like them, then you hate people and want bad stuff. Whereas I will give one solid prop to people on the right and say they do not believe that of the left. They believe the left yeah. wants to help people. They just think they are misinformed or misguided. Absolutely. Well, but the other thing that the left does as well is the liberal media, particularly when they have a specific narrative or talking point that they want to push forward. Of course, what they do is they go to some trailer park and find somebody with two teeth. (laughs) And and then they say, today we're talking with a a typical Trump supporter. That's right. I say we kill all the darkies. I mean, it's like that, right? Exactly. So what this campaign is doing is just completely blowing the roof off of that narrative and giving the power back to the people. I think that's really smart. Now, when did you launch this campaign? I launched the the campaign on uh, May 26th. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend. Okay, where do we take it from here and how can we help you? Okay, amazing. Well, so what you can do is you can go to my Facebook page, The Unsilent Minority, And that's where you're going to find all of your information about how you can help out with the campaign and what's going on with the campaign. And if you want to join the campaign yourself, which you absolutely should, go to the walkaway campaign group page and join it and make a video testimonial. And if you absolutely can't make a video, write down your testimonial. But I'd like to point out this is a purely grassroots movement. And we could really use help with any kind of funding or anything. And that, that information is all available on the social media as well if people want to help contribute. Okay, what we'll do is we'll uh, post it on our social media and help spread the word. And hopefully people will take part in this because I think you got something. I've been talking for a long time about it. it's got to be culture. We have to you know start young. We have to relate to people. And, and I know this in my personal life over and over again. Different people, different ideologies sitting down. Plenty of common ground. People do not hate each other. It's not, you know, what is represented in most of the media. Those are those are the exceptions, and yet we can't break three, uh, break break through. 
And I think this is a way we might be able to do it. Now we can. So um, one of the other things, too, we have to be able to laugh at ourselves and empower other people, give them the power to laugh at us and say, hey, it's yeah. cool. As long as you are, I mean, if, if, if you're mocking me, great. If it's inaccurate, I get a little frustrated. Like if you're calling me a racist and that's not true, that's beyond that. Say what you want about me. I don't care. I can laugh at myself. We can joke. And when you do that, I think people then realize, you know, you're not just battling to be, you know, an ass. Right. Absolutely. But see, I mean, it's, everybody who's listening should really get on that page and take a look because it is so much fun what's happening in there. I mean, we have drag queens making their to- testimonials. Nice. We have little little old ladies, you know, uh, church, you know, church going little old <laughs> ladies. We have you have gay people. We have lesbians with shaved heads. I mean, it's uh, black people. We have a mix, a total melange of the human race in there, and we're all coming together under the umbrella of being Americans. That's what it's all about. And everybody's in there supporting each other. Everybody's in there having each other's back. Nobody's in there judging each other, tearing each other down. It's incredible. So down the road, would you have some sort of um, like event for people? Have you considered that? I could see this culminating in some events. Uh, I would love that if we had some money. Yes, Interesting. Yes. You know, I yes. know some people uh, that uh, that could spread the word and possibly fundraise for you a little bit. Uh, um, we could probably help out. Call them immediately. Yes, please call them immediately. <laughs> awesome. This this would be a really cool thing. Well, let's think about this, and we'll try to help you out and see if we could maybe um, – uh, sponsor some events, whatever that means, you know, help you out, promote it, maybe get some official sponsors. Maybe we can be involved in the actual sponsorship and we could start small, Brandon. Maybe we have, you know, two or three of them in some various locations around the country, uh, maybe make them a little bit bigger. If we get that, you know, going where you, you get a little popularity, you know, okay, we had, we hosted for, you know, a hundred people in, you know, Minnesota and a hundred people in Florida, whatever. And then it catches on. Then you go, okay, let's go bigger. Let's make this make, let's make a convention of this, like the consumer electronics show or whole, you know, week long breakout sessions and groups where people just talk. I'm with you, buddy. This, that sounds amazing. This sounds awesome. Okay. Let's start this. We'll go ahead and share your information. Be thinking. We'll keep thinking as well. And uh, we'll be in touch over the next uh, couple of weeks to see how we can amp this up and help you out. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Nice job, buddy. Appreciate it. Brandon, is it Straka? By the way, I got that right? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's, it's actually pronounced Strock. There you go, Brandon. I wanted you to correct well, does that. Does it say, how's it It says so? Straka, yes, but it's Strock. The okay. A is silent. You know, you got to tell me these yeah, things. That's, I, tr- really I good. Yeah, told you. you. I, this is bad help, Brandon. I bad apologize help. for I even talked to Brandon this before is. this interview, and I asked him, and he said he struck the You should have told me then. I did. Okay, I don't remember that, Brandon. All right, that's fine. This is part of the problem here. Even the people really? I trust, I don't like. I'm the problem. That's it. Okay. You're, if you're not part of the solution. I'm the problem. Okay. <laughs> All, All right, right, Brandon. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, we'll put this out on social media. This is a really cool idea. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to start a campaign like this, and lots of people have used hashtags and different yeah. things. But the thing that he's doing different with that, hey, tell me about you, tell the world about you, we've got Uber social media platforms all over, but they're not about you. No. You know what they're about? They're about one part, I'm unique because I posted, you know, that I like fried chicken. I'm part of the fried chicken talk group, whatever it is, right? And I got kitty cat wallpaper and all this other nonsense. And the rest is all just image. Here's us of the perfect family and whatever. Yep. You know? Uh, then everybody else is just a challenge to tear you down. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. Or one-up you. Or one-up you. 
as opposed to, hey, guys, listen, this is who I really am. You know, it was funny. You, you saw the picture that I tweeted out on Father's Day of uh, me and the kids and you know, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I had so many people comment on that picture because it looked like a staged picture. Mm-hmm. It looked like we had a professional photographer come in. And did you? And did no, we had my niece who was having breakfast oh, yeah. with us as well because she was in town for Wyatt's baptism. Mm-hmm. It's, you're such an ass. You've called him Whitey so many times on I the air. Know. You've planted the seed and I on the have. air. I don't do it off the air, but on no. the air, I start. Whitey. Yeah, I think I'm screwing up when I say his real name, Wyatt. Because his real name is Whitey, not Wyatt. I don't know what you you're talking about. You and Brad Staggs, man. <laughs> Me and Brad Staggs? Because you guys started uh, it while I was off the air. It was uh, you, Brad, and Cal while I was off the air, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> Anyways, so my niece was in town for his baptism, <sighs> and she just grabbed the camera. The phone? And my, my wife's like, oh, you understand, she's Asian, so we take pictures constantly. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is a really good photo. Mm-hmm. And I put it out. But normally that's what you get on social yeah. media is the yeah. perfectly staged whatever. The perfect family. If you'll notice, my social media accounts, there are some left less than perfect pictures. <laughs> Have so you noticed true. some of those? Yes. Like the really horrible ones. Yes. The, my meet two one. Yes. Where I look like some crazy stalker. When you went to the NRA convention in Chicago. Oh, there's all kinds of horrible ones. Meat and food and... You when you're trying to be all like cool doing the Kentucky Derby auction? I, hold on. I am, am kind of cool on that though. No. You know, I mean, I share the cool ones too. No. Well, that's debatable. Anyways, I think that's really cool. All right. Uh, get those uh, tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. And if you have any ideas moving forward on how we do this, Chris, I think we could sponsor this. Yeah. And I was talking, uh, the hashtag walk away. Now, different between Brandon and the people I've been talking to, uh, I'm talking to this gentleman. He's still a Democrat. He still supports all the democratic beliefs, but he feels the same way that we were talking about yesterday and a couple of days ago, where the Democratic Party has turned into a socialist party and they have forgotten about the persons. Well, and you got many different levels here of failure. Okay, so first of all, from the left, you have the uh, the rhetoric now. Yes, the amped up, crazy, insane, over the top rhetoric. Maxine Waters. Yes, just. Bizarro. Yes. You got that. Can can we get beyond that? The next one down is your socialists. Really? You're promoting socialism. This is bad. It's a failure. It doesn't work. Even your veiled democratic socialist. Maybe the next level is the hand-wringing, safe space, politically correct, we can't even talk. Professors. Right. You go through all of those, and then you get to, finally, okay, you have some different ideas on how we get things done than I do. Let's sit down and talk about yep. them. If we shave any of those levels off, we're doing great work here. Mm-hmm. That would be really mm-hmm. cool. So somebody like that, yeah, let's sit down. Let's have fun. This should not be a highbrow meeting of people where they sit down and see if they can work out their differences. In a con- no, it's a let's drink a beer and goof off and then say, hey, man, but you get it, right? I think there's something there. I think we could get somebody like maybe a Patriot Mobile or something on board. Mm-hmm. We end up sponsoring with that. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Patriot Mobile, Patriot Mobile is such an awesome company because they care about the things we care about. Here's one of the differences when we're talking about left versus right. Okay. <clears throat> when you say extreme people on the left, okay, you are talking the socialists. Yes. The crazy progressives that say things like all human beings should be uh, exterminated to save the planet. Those bizarre. George Soros of the world. Yes. When you say extreme people on the right yeah. or what the, the news paints. Paints. 
It's actually two different things. Yes. The, I am extreme on the right because I believe in free markets and these and, and freedom. And these things are absolute, right? That's not what they believe. They want to paint it as, come on over my house and we'll kill some darkies, right? Like, like Brandon was mentioning, they pull out this toothless stump jumper somewhere and they're <laughs> like, this is where, this is what represents the extreme. Or they'll say Trump represents the extreme, right? No, no. Remember if it's on a line, capitalism, um, and, uh, communism and socialism, these things are all on a timeline socialism and communism and fascism because they want to put fascism at the extreme right no those are all on the left those are all about big control big government even if the government is only one person or it's a theocracy in a group of people um or an oligarchy the extreme right is anarchy it's no government i believe you start with the extreme right and you take a couple of steps left So we have just enough control, enough government in place, enough structure and police and laws to get the job done. But always vigilant not to take any additional steps left. Mm -hmm. And there's where it should be. These are the principles of, of Patriot Mobile. They believe in these things as well. Your mobile company probably does not. They believe in progressivism, which leads to all of these nutty things. Patriot Mobile is the only non-progressive mobile company in America today. That's it. Sign up. Switch your account, please. It'll only take you a couple of minutes. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash doc. And they have great deals going on this month Yeah, they month still as have well. the iPhone. They still have the iPhone. iPhone 6S, yeah, 6S. Just six bucks a month. And the J7. J7. They have a J7. I don't know what that is. Neither though. do I, but it sounds awesome. And it's only six bucks six a bucks. month. And they got nice deals, uh, data plans for $20 a month. How much is a J7? Six bucks. Same as downtown. Yeah, sad thing is it's not six bucks downtown. No, it's it's only a Patriot no. Mobile. So it's six bucks only at PatriotMobile.com. Only people not, not downtown. It's much more downtown. <laughs> they also have great uh, coverage and great service. Switch today at PatriotMobile.com slash doc. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. collision of common sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson all right um i know it's coming here i know i know what's happening what do you mean i know um i chris said i've got a couple of clips for you to hear (laughs) you were just trying to trigger me i don't know what it is no no and uh, here's how i know because you said it's from the view what are the odds it's going to be some light-hearted uh fun little bit i was i was watching my girlfriend and i I realized there was girlfriend yes megan oh geez okay i'm already angry i'm already angry doc anyways and there was some interesting okay so there was this long segment that I was watching, and I took two clips out. What's the topic at hand? The topic is Kennedy leaving uh, oh, the, SCOTUS. The, uh, okay. the Supreme Court. All right, let me hear. In their opinion. So What's the first one you want? It's Joy, Joy Behar. Behar. All right, And I want you is. to give me your opinion about this, okay. Doc. Kennedy is retiring, and you know who told supporters his plan for the future and gave them a warning about Democrats at a rally in Fargo last night. Take a look. Remember this, so we have a pick to come up. 
We have to pick a great one. We have to pick one that's going to be there for 40 years, 45 years. Democrat. Yeah. Let's have everybody a Republican. The Supreme Court, the Congress, the presidency. What is that called? Dictatorship, I believe. Well, that was called fear mongering. Thomas Jefferson. It's dictatorship. It's fear mongering. Yes. Uh, how? What's the dict? He's the president. Well, he's going to pick a Republican. And he wants everything to be folks, Republican. Folks, this is within, this is the president's job. It's one of the few things that are actually spelled out. All this other crap of, uh, well, we've got to make sure to social engineer in this crap. That's not actually within the president's power spelled out in the Constitution. The president is to nominate Supreme Court justices. And the, the Senate advises and confirms. That's it. This is pretty simple. It's not dictatorship. It's one of his duties. You may not like it, but it is. Let me hear a little bit more yeah. of this. See, I knew I was going to piss at this. The Supreme Court, the Congress, the presidency. What is that called? Dictatorship, I believe. Well, that was called fear-mongering. Thomas Jefferson and James Madison are rolling over in their grave today. Aha! Uh-huh. What happened to separation of powers? What happened wait, to wait, checks wait, and wait, balances? Wait, wait, wait. Jefferson and Madison are rolling, rolling over in their grave. Are grave. rolling. Um, and what happened to separation? So powers. Ha ha. Why would they be rolling over that our government is functioning properly? A Supreme Court justice is retiring. Trump will likely nominate one. The Senate will likely have confirmation hearings. They're rolling. That's not what they're supposed to do. Uh, rolling and... This is what out of control? Yes, it's out of control. All right. And Doc, I'm sorry, but what happened to mm. separation of power? How is this not a separation of power? Uh, he doesn't the get se- to pick the separation. He does the separation. If Trump said, "I'm taking the power and I'm going to be in the Supreme Court as well as the presidency," then you no longer have a separation of power. The separation of powers are: I, as president, will nominate. The Senate will consent. And confirm. They were offered uh, some uh, opinion and confirm. Mm. Advise. It. Those mm. are the separations of power. That's exactly mm. what's happening here. Mm. She's saying these phrases. She doesn't know what it means. And by the way, with regard to Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, and you can see this encircled in the top of his, his uh, memorial in D.C., has a quote which I love. I have sworn upon the... Uh, the um, uh, Altar of God, eternal hostility over the uh, over all forms of tyranny over the minds of man. Your little blah blah blah, big government uh, infringing people's rights is tyranny, and tyranny over the minds of man. That's actually what you want, and you had had no problem with Obama following this exact precedent as he should have as President of the United States. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, you knew you were doing your triggering no, me on no, that. No, I it am, makes no sense. I am sorry. I didn't know you were going to take it this 
How Angry. dumb is Joy Behar? Oh. I'm serious. She is actually delusional. She needs medical help. She is actually brain damaged. Folks, this is insane. You can argue back and forth wrongly about, well, we're going to go ahead and do what they did, and maybe you shouldn't be seated in an election year and all this stuff. That's crazy. We've laid that out already. But to say this is not separation of powers, you should not be commenting ever on anything political or civics related if you do not understand. This is absolutely a separation of powers being executed in front of you. Yep. This is living, actual, real-time separation of powers. The, it is the Constitution. It lays out the president nominates. It lays out the uh, Senate advises and confirms. Done. What more do you want? Literally. It happened that way under Obama. It happened that way under George W. Bush and so on and so on. It's, it happened to Obama when he nominated uh, Paul Blart. It literally happened during midterm election. It happened three times under him. Paul Blart, uh, um, what's the other one? Uh, Sotomayor, yep. and then Merrick Garland. By the yep. way, that's exactly what it was. Yep. It even happened. He did it. So, because so far, we're at justice retiring. Yes. And president about to make yes. a, a nomination. Yes. Okay. Obama did that three times. Yes. Never in there did Joey Behar say, ah, separation of power. Yeah, James. Even though he picked extremist two times and a little more moderate person still on the left, the third. Yes. That's where we're at right now. Yes. And she never said that. Yep. yep. I, I just, it's bizarre. She really does not understand because she's trying to say what? Because he's going to pick somebody conservative. It's too ideological. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she's not the only one. A lot of talking has have said. Was that the end of the Joy clip? Yeah, that was the end okay. of the Joy clip. Oh, yeah. so we're over. We're over Joy now. Whoopi went to a monologue. Oh, no. no. And because right. a lot of things are saying that, you know, Roe v. Wade, which we talked two days ago, is going to get overturned, blah, 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 blah. So here is. Can I, hang on. Before okay. we get to, okay. can I remind everybody one thing about this? About what? About Justice Kennedy retiring. Okay, okay. I laid this out. Justice Kennedy has been far more conservative. Far more. Early days, over 90% of the time, did he vote in ways that you or conservatives would like. Aligned. Over his career, he still was more conservative than not. He was a wild card and frustrating at times, and he got a couple of big cases wrong. Gay marriage. I could even see why he voted that way because he's saying it should be equal for anybody who wants to get married. What everybody missed was it's not the government's responsibility or duty to tell you who can and cannot get married. Mm -hmm. Uh, The uh, Obamacare one, absolutely wrong. But remember, he had case after case, affirmative action cases where he shot those down. So conservatives that are like, right on, we're going to get to change the court. Mm. We can change it a little bit and Mm. make it more conservative. More conservative, yes. Right. Uh, the Roe v. Wade one, uh, he was, this came up in various forms, challenges to parts of Roe v. Wade. And at times he voted the wrong way and at times he voted the right way. It was not a clear cut. Mm-hmm. So liberals out there are like, this is going to be the end. This guy was not Stephen Breyer. Mm-hmm. And why did he resign under Trump's administration? Because he wanted a Republican to replace him. He mm-hmm. wanted a conservative to replace him. He's mm-hmm. not sick. We've got no reports of that. No. Why? 
He was nominated by a conservative. Yes. He has been more conservative. And even if he's a little more moderate and gets some things wrong, a little more liberal at times, he is still more conservative to the point when given the opportunity to retire two years ago under Obama or going forward, if there's a future uh, uh, liberal or Democrat, Mm -hmm. he didn't do it. He picked now with Trump. Yeah, and I will even give him a a pass if this was a Sotomayor leaving or a Paul Blart leaving. Absolutely, I will get it. I will get it. I will, uh, but it's not. It's not. So keep all those things in mind. Even his track record, which is great on affirmative action, and listen to Whoopi Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, here we go. I mean, and as a person who believes in the Constitution, which tells me that I have the right to be myself and do the things I want to do, and I don't have to listen to what your religion is, and I don't have to listen to what you want it to be. I have to make sure that as an American citizen, I'm doing the right stuff and taking care of business. I don't like this line that that I, as a Democrat or an independent or whatever, is trying to take away anything from you. I'm trying to hold on to my personal rights so that you can have the rights you want. See, because if you take mine, I feel like you, you, you're the one with the problem. If you take my right away from me to judge what I do for my family and my body, I got a little problem with that. You got a problem. You don't, you don't want people to take your guns. Well, get out of my behind. Get out of my vagina. Get out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Um, Get out of behind and get out of vagina, doc. uh, For the record, I don't think that's a problem. For most people. Aww. I think most people are like, right on, Whoopi. I'm with you. Not a problem. In fact, I didn't know this was an issue. Obviously, there are some sickies in the world. Uh, there's, uh, okay. Now, Whoopi is somebody who is better than many of her panelists, uh, co-panelists there, uh, because she is pro-Second Amendment yes. and she's done some very libertarian things. Yes. When it comes to race, she gets all nutty in this stuff and still geared up. So you want to be able to live your life, Whoopi? Live your life. Of course. I don't want to be in your behind. I don't want to be in your vagina. I don't want to take your gun. Yes, I don't want any of that stuff. I just I don't want any part of it. Uh, can you let me raise my kids the way I want? Mm. Can you let people raise their kids and be a racist if they want? Can you can you do that? Because that's living their life as well. And you're not there. Can you let restaurants say, you know what? We don't want to serve left-handed people or people with club foots or cleft palates or black people or crackers or anybody else. Can you get to that point? Because until you do, you're picking and choosing about what you want, what freedoms you want for yourself and others. Such a disturbing thought. Such a disturbing thought. Is that it? Hopefully she didn't make it. doesn't get worse, does it? No, that's it. We're done with her. That cannot be a problem. Did not let it go. That, I want to let it go. It's not letting me. You need me. to let it go. My brain will not let it go. I, the, that image has been burned in there. Let it go. Do you really think that's a problem? Uh, yeah. You think it's a problem yes. for people? Yes. For Whoopi, I mean. Yes. Back in the day, Sister Act. Woof. Woof what? Woof. Woof what? She would have to be telling me this. Get out of my behind, Chris. You're saying you found her attractive? You didn't? Sister Act 1. It was... The height of Whoopi Goldberg's being beautiful. I think I remember you telling me this before, and I blacked this out. I'm sorry. I removed it from my head. You racist. 
I don't want people to misunderstand. Oh. Perhaps we just move on. Okay. We'll go ahead. Yeah, wow. Fine. Uh, I got a bunch of other audio Chris has giving me, uh, given me, and I'm going down the list to see. Uh, uh, this all seems like it's going to be triggering to me. <laughs> well, let's How go. about we go to the Kennedy Retirement MSNBC analysts? I guess okay. there's a whole group of them. Yes, there was a whole group of that them. That were talking about uh, his retirement. Yes. It doesn't matter who they are. They're just going to be the talking heads to, yeah. to push an yeah. agenda. But uh, to get their idea, here's a panelist, a group of panelists from MSNBC. Here Jennifer's we go. absolutely right that the reason people voted for the president, or at least the reason people are voting for their House members and their Senate members, are actually not about abortion access. Seven in ten Americans support legal access to abortion, even more contraception. I think it is a well-worn uh, give me story. A little pause there. Seven in ten people support abortion access. <laughs> Uh, that statistic, by the way, is just a little bit misleading when is you throw it? that out. Is it? 97% of cl- assignment, uh, climate scientists believe that uh, it's real. Yeah, but that know? was only like seven scientists <clears throat> right. that they talked to. Depends on how you ask the question, how it's framed, who you ask the question of. The double negatives. It's not as, right. It's not as simple as saying the way they would spin it is like 70% of people think abortion is fabulous. That is not the case. When you ask, most people believe that uh, there should be less abortions, that this is something that there should absolutely be less of. Some people may believe that uh, people should still have access to it. There's the question of who gets the abortion? Was the question anybody abortion on demand? Mm. Or was the question in extreme cases like rape and incest? Were those included in the debate? Was the question uh, uh, children? What age group? Then there's also the question of what type of abortion and how the abortion is performed and at what stage in development. A little more palatable for people if they go, oh my gosh, you've only been pregnant for three weeks? Yeah, that's fine. Versus, oh my gosh, you're due in three days? (laughs) There's a lot. So that's misleading, but she's going to go ahead and keep preaching that a little bit more. I think it is a well-worn story that Jennifer has told more than once about the capture of the Republican Party by an extreme right wing. And I think what this is doing is forcing the stakes, forcing the morality, forcing the consciousness of criminalizing abortion and punishing women in front of everyday conservatives, moderates who have continued to vote Republican. But you saw two extremely high profile Republican women publicly leave the party in the pages of the New York Times this week. The defections will be monumental. And it, look, there's no question a, a bad pick for the Supreme Court will hurt, hurt us for generations. But this party, which resembles nothing like it did when I was growing up, will be gutted for generations. Okay, defections okay, hold on a could second. be monumental. Hold on a second. Oh, thank you for your concern. Yes. I love that when they yes. keep warning Republicans, you need to change your party. Need- do they really want the party to do well? Mm, no. no. If they really thought it was going to die off because of their extreme idea, you know what they'd be saying? Good. Keep on Keep going. on keeping keep on. on. It'll die off. We'll do keep well. Going. Let them go. Just do you realize it is not even close? No. When it comes to people holding elective, elected office across America, there are far more Republicans in office than Democrats. It's not even close at mm-hmm. every level. Now, those things will change a little bit, likely this fall. <clears throat> but still, you're really concerned. And this idea of this is not the Republican Party I grew up with. They really want to brand the Rep- Republican Party should be a Democrat Party light. They don't want ideas on the left and right and then some moderates in the middle. They want the Republican Party, and they're trying so hard to paint it that way, to try to influence it, that it will be all moderates in the middle. And then anybody else is just an evil person. She wants that. She doesn't believe that's what it was. And by the way, Ronald Reagan was not 
a moderate. He was not the moderate, oh, shucks, let's just go along. In fact, I would challenge you to listen to a couple of Ronald Reagan's speeches. His inauguration speeches, in particular the first one, and his A Time for Choosing speech in 1964. He beats their ass over their failed big government and big control ideology. That's not a moderate. And that was the Republican Party. Now, I don't know when she grew up. Maybe she was talking the Republican Party of like the 1700s and it was just an idea at the time. They hadn't even officially formed yet. A little bit more. Okay, defections could be monumental, but the people who are defecting aren't those who have to confirm a Supreme Court justice. Exactly, exactly. And, 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 you know, when you look at the immense power that the Supreme Court has in determining civil rights, all kinds of things, and, and also, you know, whether or not corporations have the right to make decisions that harm their consumers, as mm-hmm. we saw just this past week with, with the treatment of, of unions, mm-hmm. it, it is quite devastating. Wow. And I have to also, it's very important to point out that abortion is not the only issue that conservatives are itching to, to, to right. dismantle. Yeah. There is also affirmative action. I mean, I'm admitted to practice in the Supreme wait a, Court. It wait a minute, for- wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. How did Justice Kennedy vote on affirmative action? He turned that down. He turns it down. I think there were multiple challenges, and he came out on that side. But I know at least one landmark one where he, he shot the idea of affirmative action down mm-hmm. and had to do with uh, black businesses. Mm-hmm. We, we mentioned it the other day. So it's... Not like he was uh, out there defending affirmative action. Yeah. So what do you care? And on this uh, union thing, he voted on the, uh, yes, it, the union's violating the First Amendment, right? So she can't say, oh, the union thing is, a- he voted against you. Well, yeah, I think that's her point. Uh, no, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he voted yeah, against he voted her. Against you're right. Her. Same thing as the affirmative yeah, action. He voted against her. She is pro union. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like he was the guy out there voting the way they wanted. <laughs> exactly. The wow. only one that they could get right was Roe v. Wade. Right. And even that, I, it's not as clear cut. No. It's not, again, it's not Stephen Breyer no. in this thing. All right, a little bit more. That abortion is not the only issue that conservatives are itching to, to, to right. dismantle. Yes. There itching. is also affirmative action. I mean, I'm admitted to practice in the Supreme Court and have been for 12 years. I, I couldn't have achieved that affirmative action. They are itching to dismantle affirmative action. And also, one of the things that I think uh, Justice Kennedy was crucial in his vote, which is recognizing the right of LGBTQ people to be married. And that, too, is something that they are itching and railing to get rid of. So there are a whole host of issues. And so if you are LGBTQ, if you are a person of color, if you are a woman. So basically, if you are not a straight white male in America right now, you are probably freaking out. Here's the the thing. Um, The straight white males and people on the right should be a little less happy about this pick. Because it's not as exciting or good as you think. And the people on the left should be a hell of a lot less concerned and less triggered. Oh, my gosh. Should I get to Chris Matthews? You have to. All right, let's do uh, Chris Matthews this year, just a couple days ago. Over Here's what Chris Matthews had to say. And so they're playing all these games. It's 60 votes now. It's 50. Oh, by the way, we're not even going to have a vote on it. And here they come in and they say, well, let's do it nice now. Let's make sure we have a vote, even though we only have 50 votes to their 49. Let's have good order here. It's not going to happen. If Schumer goes along with that, the whole gang of them are gone. Look what happened to Joe Crowley yesterday. He's gone. The, the, the left of the Democratic Party, the progressive base of the party and that's minorities young people millennials it's also hispanics latinos african-americans they're tired of losing 
They're tired but, of but losing. Chris, but Chris, I think what I'm, what, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get to the bottom what, what I'm trying to get to the bottom of with you is this: if every Democrat adopts the posture you're talking about, fights this, makes all the points you're making, and they stand together, they got 49 votes. They lose. So my question is politically, what's the best strategy and the best tactic for a Democrat to get a Republican to flip on this? Okay, let's go this way. Let's do it this way. The day after Trump's support nominee for the Supreme Court this time around, say in October, gets confirmed by the United States Senate by one vote. You don't think the Democrat base is going to go wild about that? I'm telling you, they're going to say, how did you not use your procedural vote? Okay, so votes? Chris Matthews, completely triggered and getting out there, you've got to stop this, any procedural, anything that you can do, shut this down. Do not let Trump get that pick, right? Yeah. That was just a couple days ago. Here he is in 2013. Let me get a Joan on the broader political front here. Sure. I've been arguing for, I don't know how many years now, the president needs a phalanx, as in the Roman times, yes. a bunch of soldiers that are at the front ranks ready to take on the enemy and charge. And here you see them doing it. Harry Reid has guts because he's basically saying it's better to get something done than just pretend to be Senate Majority Leader. Right. He's not interested in the form of being a Senate leader. He wants to be the leader. I agree, Chris, and I think they also voted today to... Uh, Unlike Boehner. Yeah, I think they voted today to let Barack Obama be president, finally. Uh, so there it is. Wow. Advocating. Harry Reid was right he to was use the right. nuclear option to get wow. rid of the 60-vote the, uh, threshold. Uh, he was absolutely right, but now completely triggered. Wow. You guys are intellectually dishonest. You're eerie, either tr- irretrievably stupid or intellectually dishonest. You know you have completely changed because you want a different outcome, and that's who these people are. I, on the other hand, Chris, on the other hand, and some of the people we know are consistent. Do the right thing. Vote how you're supposed to. Follow the Constitution. It's not about outcome. I'm willing to take some bad outcome in order to get the right process because that protects our personal freedoms. RidUZone is waiting for you at RidUZone.com. They're waiting for your order. They're waiting for you to change your lifestyle and get healthier. You want to be more active, especially as you get a little bit older. If you want to um, be able to do more things, less pain, less disease, you got to change your lifestyle. You got to drop some pounds. You got to get healthy. And one of the things you can use is RidUZone. They're going to help take the edge off as you start losing weight. Chris is battling that right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You battling? Said you're battling because you got you to gotta drop some pounds for the wedding. You got to be able to fit in your dress, man. Yes. That's how it works. Yes, but not battling. Don't put that out there. Well, now with RidUZone, they take no. the, uh, the yes. battle out of it. They make yes. it a lot easier. RidUZone.com. Go there and order it. It's going to make you feel fuller, and it's going to boost your metabolism. So as you start this lifestyle change, eating healthier, it's going to make you feel less triggered where you're like, oh, my gosh, that chocolate cake is in there. That's whatever. You're not going to obsess. I know what that's like. It sucks. RidUZone can stop that. RidUZone.com. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network at theblaze.com slash radio. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. 
It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that by defecating, you can win any verbal battle. Yeah, I guess that's it. But you lose the verbal war. <laughs> Because that's going to be bad yes. for you. Yes. We learned pro criminal tip number 2420. Don't take contraband into a place where you'll be searched. No, no. We learned you if you say you may be Jesus, you're not Jesus. No, no. We no. learned if your controlled burn burns twice as much as it should, it's just called a burn. A burn. <laughs> and finally, we learned that all sane men agree with Whoopi. Oh, whoa. No, no, no. All no. sane men agree. You know what? Yes. We stand with Whoopi. The less of you guys, the more I could get. No, all sane men agree. No, I get it. That we, do, we want to That's leave fine. Whoopi's behind. That's get fine. out of my behind. We are getting out of there. <laughs> or me. won't go and then maybe just move out. Chris yes, Cruz, yes, what, yes. if anything, did you learn today? Uh, according to the left, Republicans were so itchy. We're very itchy. Why is everybody? I, why are we The Republican itchy? Party is so itchy. Now, I don't condone the call for violence against KFC if they forget you're mashing gravy. But I absolutely but I, I understand, I understand it. it. That's, That's the only the good difference. item they have. That's right. Mm-hmm. The only good item. Please. That is the only good. I mean, chicken's okay. No. But it's not too tasty. Chick-fil-A, ch- KFC. All right. Uh, who do we got there? Neil, spinning the dials, radio style in uh, Mercury Studios, Dallas today. What, if anything, did you learn? Uh, well, based on the current uh, epidemic of rage pooping, Chris Cruz's decision Monday with Fogo de Chao is certainly questionable. Yep. Yep. It certainly is. <laughs> okay. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Cows, I'm sorry. Did the listeners learn today? Cows, crabgrass saying, Anger Duck has returned. Thanks, Sean. If I only knew you were the key. Yep, he's the linchpin today. <laughs> Although there was a lot that was triggering. Uh, Joe saying, hey, Chris, you know, uh, Skip went on vacation and never came back. Just saying, if you had meat today, it would probably look uh, better. You could feel safer about your return. Dogs, Tiny Sack saying, I was enjoying the Friday letters until the Blaze reminded me that Toys R Us is closing today. By the way, Toys R Us is closing today. Are there any deals or is it just the Yes, very. Oh. Is today the last yes, day? Yes, today's the last day. They didn't today. do like a 70% off? No. 50- it's it. Oh, that's going to be a circus. Stinky tweeting out what I learned today. They're admitting they want someone biased, not constitutional. There it is. That's exactly it. And Whoopi saying, get out of my vajayjay and get out of my behind makes my testes hurt. Okay, good. With and yes. Sheldon saying the image of Whoopi's vajayjay did a control burn in Doc's brain. Yeah, it really did. And on that part, I think we're just going to move on. Because of all that, uh, I didn't get to the new numbers on procrastination, but we'll just do them tomorrow. Okay. Actually, by tomorrow, tomorrow, I mean Monday. What else do we have coming up? On? I have no idea. I'm off. What does uh, Glenn have coming up? Uh, Stu Brugier. What does Stu Brugier have coming up? Uh, a brazier. No, I said, what does he have coming up? Oh, uh, I have no idea. What's he wearing? A brazier. Very good. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production in spite of his lack of meat. Six Semper Tyrannus. What? Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. are. Onion, now you go home. I'll bring you meat. Let's see it. The July proofs in the 5th. meat. July 5th. Oh, it's five, seven days away. I want meat now. Uh, today meat is better than future meat. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. It is. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. 